Yes. It's off now. Hey! <laughs> We're back. Uh, how long has it been? What's What's been the... Uh, it's been a year since... The, or more than a year since the last episode came... When... Oh, when that came out? <laughs> what yeah. was the last episode? Was it the... Should I check? It the last the one we released. The one we recorded was the VFX 2 episode. That never... That never was never released. And why really. Why did it not? Because still I think, had... I think I bitched pretty heavily about... I don't, think... Don't do it again now, though. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, to be honest, I think you, you should be able to... You could... <laughs> You could, but now you that, don't. But you're fine. Like I don't, I don't mind. If you, you don't really that. care about it anymore, no, no, no. do you? Also, you didn't see anything really bad. You just thirtieth of December, your mind. twenty. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, but I did listen most, to it again, and I was a bit like scathing of. Right. Most people one company, do it on Reddit two. anonymously. You did it. Yeah, you may as well be a man publicly. Take, take responsibility for your uh, <laughs> your uh, opinions. But yeah, mm. should we should we have some sort of excuse like we took time away to well, gather? Plen- plenty of things happened. We got married. Independence for a while. Y- you were in Italy for a few months. Yes, and then we were busy at work a yeah. lot, yeah. insanely busy. Uh, Phil, you got married and traveled, and retired, and then traveled the world for like a few months as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oop. Oh, and then interference. <laughs> so and, when uh, was it? When was it? So it was. We were guessing it was February when we got together to record. Yeah. But that one didn't release. Yeah. So the last episode that came out was on the 30th of December, oh 2018. Okay. Oh so it's a year. God. Yeah. Fuck. But that's weird because I feel like we. I didn't. F- I feel like we did stuff and apart from there was more than one episode in 2019, right? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the last episode we did was 2018, the year in review. Wow. wow. Holy we shit. We have a whole other year. So we're doing another year interview. <laughs> we, we, got, we did two episodes that month. It was the <clears> top five best and worst dinner guests. Yeah. And then pretty long gap there as well. December and then before that was July. So it's I mean, fairly in- <laughs> let's just be honest. We're pretty terrible at podcasting. We just yeah. do it to have fun. Yeah, like I, it's, it's always good to tra- uh, chase pipe dreams of fame and fortune in podcasts but clearly we were just doing it for a laugh let's be honest um, um, yeah it's been a you know long <laughs> that's it see you later that's so the end of the podcast right, thank you for listening guys <laughs> I mean it's it's that point where it's been so long it's like how do you even pick a start point you know what I mean because you're going to pick things that are the most recent aren't you like yeah. you could discuss films latest films you've seen or you know can well, you even remember like all the well, games I haven't basically played a game for forever um, I've been so ever since 2019 started I started logging all of the films that I've, I've been watching okay and rating oh, nice. them on IMDB uh, I think I watched 90 films wow which I thought was quite a low number yeah, given. <laughs> yeah, if it, like three hundred and sixty days. Ca- I'm not counting watching s- a film every. That's like almost two films a week, right? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, but that's normal now. Well, that, I'm not counting series. Yeah, and I'm counting everything, like literally everything oh, right, on okay. every fucking film I watch on Netflix. Not new films, <laughs> films generally. Yeah. 
Okay. And then I've been rating them. So I've I've been going back to see the highest rated oh, yeah. film that I've watched this, this year. Good. Yeah, go on. New or old. Far away. New or old, right? And <laughs> Hobson Shaw. No, it is Starship Troopers. <laughs> I gave it a oh, 10. It's still, <laughs> it's still at the top. <laughs> I rewatched it early in the year. That was that was probably the highlight of visiting Japan. <clears throat> Starship Troopers pinball machine. Wow, yes. That was so much fun right. I, I'm kind of addicted I've moved on from Time Crisis 1 because that doesn't Time Crisis 1 doesn't exist in the wild I'm going to have to build, build that is a, your statement yeah. but that is also as much as it is a statement it is also a goal yes. to make one yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to have to make a Time, Cri- Time Crisis 1 from scratch but that's like a fucking amazing by the, by the motherboard by the yeah. arcade motherboard and I don't even think there's much more to it, is there? A motherboard, a know. box. Yeah, but there's the whole guns. mechanic of the gun, which I actually I, don't, I don't know how. I don't what is it, what is the technology behind the aiming? Is it the same as like the? Is it the gyroscope the, the thing you got? Like, you remember like the NES had like the? Guns? Yeah, I think it's exactly yeah. the same. That, that only works with like CRT screens, if I remember correctly. But how? Doesn't, doesn't work on like modern flat screens, I think. Yeah, how? yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. No, 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 you're right. Because I remember that being a. Issue. Isn't it? kind of like not intuitive like how the fuck did it feed back into the game through the CRT it, it wasn't a gyroscope like nowadays you do it with like a fucking gyroscope like the phone right yeah, yeah. but it wasn't that so no, no no I think it literally just shot a beam of light at the screen and the screen and then responded the, like saw where you were aiming and that you know what I mean it like shot light and then what the ray the cathode rays kind of fed that's like insane don't know if it is that then yeah. anyway I'd, I'd love to like Google if, if we actually had listeners, they would probably get really <laughs> angry now. It's like, you fucking morons. Yeah, if I go, do you know you work in like t- tech-related things? And I know. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, in our defense, that's a pretty niche <clears throat> thing to like research about light guns, isn't it? Yeah. I'd yeah. love to see it. Anyway. You know, I mean, you, you, anyway. Are you making fine. one? I, I, uh, when I settle down in Cornwall, I'll, I'll, I, I've, I've already searched in my previous searches for Time Crisis 1. I know the parts exist. Fuck! I never gave you that wedding yeah. present I wanted to give you. I just, oh, yeah. I just put some money on that fucking account. Wait, and you, you, you out like we we're all very like flattered and honoured that, but you gave like a hefty amount of money. Did I? Well, I just checked with other people, and I that mean, was very generous of you. That's how much people would was give. We're giving now. Someone <laughs> that's according to Google. What should give? <laughs> okay, shame well, on you guys. Well, okay, <laughs> you know. But I remember Helen, we were like looking through it and some other people did. I'm not going to like disclose how much you gave, <laughs> but some people gave like twice as much as you. And Helen was like, fucking hell. Like, what idiots? <laughs> like, it's very generous, but Fair that's enough. like outrageous. Fuck, okay, so we owe him some money, basically. No, 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 yeah. no, no we stop. Need to get, we need to stop give him Stop looking that. at each other. So there was one I'm wedding. Trying to, I'm trying to remember how much I gave. hundred? Yeah, I think I feel like I gave you a hundred around yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. around there. It was triple, oh. triple figures. But okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Thing is, like you were, that, you were yourself. Yeah. Mine was me and Joe. Yeah. So basically, I give less. So yeah. I still owe something. <laughs> so I owe something there. Anyway, there was you this. Don't owe shit. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, there was a. Um, well, I, I guess we can openly talk about it. I found this company that does arcade machines. Okay in kind of an Ikea fashion so you get given all the materials 
and you build it yourself okay. and it has the the plank you know the wooden planks and everything the screen the motherboard and you just build it yourself still quite difficult to ship which was the difficulty with like it ships right. from the states but it's fucking brilliant I suppose um, the disadvantage though is it like say if you put all the pieces individually like original pieces you're t- this when, if you buy what you're saying it's going to be like a modern interpretation yeah, this, w- this was not an original it was like old a school. this was an emulator kind of thing ah, yeah, yeah, games yeah. In, but it looked fucking amazing yeah, yeah. Um, but okay. I, I guess it's better to actually build one from scratch well, Maybe. I actually buy I the individual no pieces. Bear in mind, I have absolutely no ability in like electronics. Yeah, but you'll figure YouTube it out. Man. And hardware. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, I assume it's like in those Hollywood films where you've got like some solder. It's like, and then it's like that brings to life. That's a welding machine. Yeah, exactly. Soldering. I don't even know that bit. So pinball. So I'm now, strangely, so I searched for Time Crisis 1, didn't find it, in Japan especially. But, but surprise, surprise, Japan's modern arcades anyway. Mm. And there were a few museums, but not in there. It's funny but, how you, you'd you have more chances finding it in a museum, I guess. Yeah, literally. And then, and then I felt we stumbled on this, stumbled on this uh, pinball museum. Pinball and museum? And I was blown, blown. You know how in Tron... Finn's arcade it's mm. just like a line of arcade and I thought I'd never experienced that but that pinball museum in Japan in Osaka was like Finn's arcade just line after line after line of arcade machines and I I, I become secretly kind of a bit passionate about pinball machines can now. you please sell me on the idea of a pinball machine because sell I, it to you yeah because it, it seems what to me what's there to sell because for me it's just it's like this thing that makes no sense. You just press a button, throw a ball, collect points. It's kind of like closer, from, in my mind, it is closer to a casino um, fru- it's, it's fruit so machine. Me- like, I like the mechanical yeah, aspect of it. Sure. So it's like a game, but it's yeah. all mechanical. But is there any skill involved? That's yeah. my question. Skill and timing. Like, yeah, it's to like... So I, I had a pinball machine growing up mm-hmm. um, from the 70s. Uh, so it's like... It wasn't like did there was no digital components in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's like really fucking noisy. Like when you that's what you don't realize. That's why you shouldn't have a pinball machine at home. Mm. The arcade yeah. didn't really notice how loud it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. It's like But if you to take the like the glass off of it and just like have the ball and like <laughs> push it against all the, po- ah, the points and like drop it into like the holes and stuff. So you'd figure out exactly what everything does. Yeah. I mean that if I'm trying to sell it to you <coughs> Of course, I think it's just a general thing. No one knows. There are there's like objectives. Like there's a sto- a story behind a pinball, like the Starship Troopers one. A story? Do you mean there's a there's narrative? Like, there's like a point. There's like a, <coughs> an objective. But when you play pinball machines, you usually don't know what the object. Like they don't have instructions. You just start playing. The ball goes into certain areas, and then like it's it's basically like a morons entertainment thing because like you don't know what's going on but you hear sounds sounds and flashing and lights yeah, and you're yeah. like <clears throat> enjoying like it gives you sound clips from the film and you're like love getting a, and, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a semi hard on because that's happening and that's so you don't but then it's like oh hit four of these and unlock this but you don't know what the fuck's going oh, on oh so there is actually goals yeah there's like <clears throat> 
the, the stuff happens in I guess the more you play the more you figure it and out there's like a general. story in the, in the pinball machine but I pl- I completely understand you because you're sitting there and it's like half skill half kind of random luck yeah. because it can go down the there's like parts where you can't even stop it from like going down the yeah. game over thing so it's kind of like you can't always guarantee that you're gonna like keep in the game it can the game can end at any time so that's a bit frustrating but yeah it's just I think I would buy one I need to buy one you would I'm buy, gonna buy one. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a pinball machine as well how much are they? they're like, probably outrageous a photo of me as a kid in front of the pinball machine <laughs> I'm more like fixated <laughs> on you than the uh, pin- I just like looking at you as a kid just fascinated by that's a big, as big a child big machine as well yeah on the, I just stand on that thing you can see it just in the corner of the frame I stood on a little <clears> stool to play on. yeah because yeah. I wasn't tall enough was it like a themed pinball machine it was like a surf te- surfing theme wow I can't remember the name of it um, but it was like some <laughs> painted that's amazing. surfboard thing and I remember I, I I understand that you like the mechanics because this museum obviously was run by some like passionate Japanese guy and he had one like open and it was like the underside of yeah. it and mm. my fucking god <clears throat> that it's so intrinsically linked up I yeah, can't really believe is. that they mm managed to pull it off really but anyway interesting I went to a casino for the first time in my life did you win? no I lost of course <laughs> what did you play? I didn't play any tables I just played um, how do you call the like shitty um, roulette? no no roulette the one that you like blackjack? no 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 oh, like, like, a, like a fruit machine, machine. Yeah, yeah, okay. machine. Sent, you sent the picture oh really? Uh, yeah, oh, but, yeah, we saw uh, a photo of you. <laughs> I've only played slot machine, but there's like so many different kinds of, and yeah, some true. of them are extremely complicated to understand what yeah. exactly the aim is. I think they're designed to be confusing. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Very like same yeah. same vibe as a pinball machine. Um, <laughs> you just have no fucking the, idea what's going this on. This is why I'm comparing it. The the, <laughs> the difference is that you lose a lot more money on a slot sure. machine. Yeah, I think I lost like two hundred dollars just what? by playing slot machines. Because you, you also lose very quickly. So if you want to be there for a couple of hours and not be bored... Actually, it's pretty boring playing slot machines as well. Yeah. Also, how I, what's, how <laughs> much is it? How much were you paying per spin, per se? Like 50 well, cents? A dollar? A dollar. A dollar a spin? Yeah. And it's literally like... Eh, yeah, and then you lost $50 in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's and amazing, it, right? Did you ever like win at any point during it, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were getting some money back, but then you were eventually losing them. Um, what make, what what I, th- I thought was weird was that, A, you could play with cash, as in the machine itself. I had, I had no image of what a casino was, right? Never yeah. been in my life. Yeah that you could actually put the cash in the machine. It was, A, it was very easy to walk into the casino. No one, no one, it could be a kid or it could be like a 90-year-old kid. No one would say anything. Maybe there was a security person there, but you would just walk in, take your cash out of your wallet, put it in a machine, lose it. <laughs> that was it. It was just so yeah. simple. Where it was, was an Indian casino, by the way. Isn't that like, is that like a rule... Like isn't, isn't it like only like in, in Vegas like all so they run by like Native American <clears throat> I don't know if it's I'm Vegas sure. but they, yeah, they explained know. to me that in more of like the, the more like I think in most of the states only Native Americans have the rights okay. to open up a casino maybe in Vegas it's different maybe in Vegas it's like 
open season kind of like everyone can mm, okay um I, I broke even when I went to Vegas but that's I didn't impressive. but I didn't Which apparently is like that's the best you can do sometimes I think that's yeah. like a but then a good further in the round trip we went to this random place in Louisiana like Lake Charles I think it was yeah. called and right. it had like a single casino resort in it uh, <laughs> where it was really hard to get in actually I had to like show a passport and everything and he didn't think my Norwegian passport was legit yeah uh, okay. I had to call over the manager and blah 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 to have really <laughs> like, and then I instantly lost all the money there. but not in Vegas <laughs> but in Vegas it was easy to get in yeah right? yeah, yeah. Was. I went to a hard rock casino owned by like a Native American uh, family I guess it was called when you say hard Seminole. rock you mean hard rock cafe hard rock cafe casino hard hotel casino it's right. the one, I don't know if you've seen it, It's it has a skyscraper on top of it, shaped like an electric guitar, uh, which is fairly new, it's just open. Ah, okay. I feel like I've seen it in a film or something. It seems very, like, <laughs> was this familiar. Was this in Miami? That was in Miami, yeah. I don't yeah, I don't remember seeing it when I was in Miami, so maybe... It's fairly new, it's, okay. apparently it's just opened. It's kind of the outskirts of Miami. But you loved Miami, right? Well, I loved it on day one. <laughs> Eventually... I kind of discovered what it was, and it's not really my cup of tea. It's beautiful. Um, It just feels a little bit... So, my whole take from coming back from Miami is that... And you're speaking... And it's not just Miami now, you're talking about America. Yeah, but I I want to... Yeah, but you've been to America, you've been to America recently both of you so yes. that'll be an interesting thing to like try and decipher but coming back it felt to me that you know how we mainly we watch fast and the furious right. semi-ironically but we secretly love it yes for what it is the perfect the perfect blend of love and yeah you know, but mockery. There's, yeah. there's mockery in it yes now having seen that world especially miami which miami for me is like this blend between chavi and posh kind of blended together there's yeah. no art there's no culture it has this latino vibe yeah perfect weather but it's also a little bit chavy and trashy in kind of like fast and the furious it's right, all about okay. fast cars big tits everywhere <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. bimbo-y kind of fashion-y thing <laughs> which is what fast and the furious is yeah good weather beaches so I'm kind of getting that vibe, like you know, um, as I was saying, Pitbull. Pitbull was actually performing <laughs> on New Year's Eve. That's like that is Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that big so cars. So you were even like detracting more from Fast and Furious because it wasn't like they had to create, make a creative. They basically just like just took Miami and made it into a film. There's not even Kinda. any sort of creative no, no, no. flair with the okay. films. It's just like do Miami. No, no. What, like what Miami. I'm saying is like. I get the vibe of Fast and the Furious now. It's like that world. Yeah. You know? Like, Snoop Dogg was playing at a club. When I was, it was oh like, I don't know, it was God. like trashy, but then you, <laughs> but then lots of money. Like, you needed to have money. Yeah. It's every, like for every, rich people. Everything was really expensive in my yeah. head. That's like what I remember from like, because okay. I did a road trip, so it was like, noticeably like a lot more expensive for pretty much yeah. everything in Miami. It's did, cool, but it has that cool vibe yeah. of the. Chavy skyscrapers yeah. with the roof pool, you know. Did you drive away? F- did you go towards Miami or away? Yeah, well, we, en- we ended in Miami. Yeah. You ended in Miami. Okay. We're driving a convertible a Mustang. Which is pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a moron. Oh really? Yeah, but I like, thought you'd be like, 
Not there, though. There, you got respect there. <laughs> yeah, but it's still embarrassing. <laughs> but it's, it's like, is that the kind of people you want respect from? It was like slightly embarrassing. Oh, right, but that's, okay. That's what I mean, right? Okay. Like, everyone was a little bit like that. Yeah. When you say you got respect, <laughs> what does that actually, the people are like, oh, yeah, point at you with, yeah. and be like, you're the man. And like while like, driving as well, you like make eye contact with like people in the other lanes when it's wow. like slow traffic and they're like, <laughs> nod. But yeah, oh but it's, it seemed to me that the States <laughs> is, it's all about what kind of car you're driving. It's like important. Well, I, well, when I was, my American muscle all the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when I really had a Dodge I had, as well. I had yeah. an import. Oh. I had a <laughs> no respect to you. Import, import, mate. Ah, a Japanese one. I had a Mazda <laughs> or a Nissan, a Nissan, but like a big one. Like everyone had like big fucking cars, and also yes. gas, so fucking cheap. Yeah, yeah, ridiculously gas, cheap. Yeah, I realized that like, gas was cheap, and then like I remember while we were doing our road trip, I kept being like fascinated, like almost obsessively anxious about having enough petrol like at all times but there's and everywhere I, I, yeah, that's what i mean and i realized that you can literally if there's if there's even like three three houses in this town that there is going to be a gas station yeah. like every town has a gas station every they're just non-stop like you can get gas wherever you are at any time but do you think it's the perfect country for a road trip more than any other countries in the world everything is set up yeah, to accommodate sure. traveling with a cars car. Cars are religion, <coughs> yeah. They're, they're, yeah. That's and nothing is set up for walking. Like, all the cities no, I went to, right. like, none of them felt like a walkable city. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. LA was the worst. <coughs> like, yeah, I, I walked there and I was the only non-homeless person on, yeah. the, on yes. the street. Like, a it's, long street. I can understand There was, like, that. a naked crack lady under a bridge. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't, I'm... Yeah, it was I can genuinely a, a little bit scary that. to walk around yeah. in, like middle of the day in downtown LA it was yes and you'd take a bus if you were just a poor person yeah I took the bus from the airport and I was like hey it looked like the public transport is like non-existent almost yeah um yeah yeah no you you have to have a car yeah it's and to to link on to fast because while we were driving around it became this weird thing we went uh Helen started trying to find film locations and, and sort of nice. we would try and stop it. So we <laughs> somehow <laughs> managed to, we drove along the road that in Fast and Furious 1 where they jack the trucks. No. The, it's the bullshit, irrelevant desert road. They filmed it in a sp- specific spot north of LA that's just like, so we drove down that. But it's it, like literally nothing special. They just drove yeah, down just this thing. Just a straight thing, road. Yeah. So that was kind of, I was kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? Pretty uh, pleased with driving down there, mm-hmm. just to be like, Paul Walker was here. Yeah, yeah. And he's in his fucking sky. Did he drive a skyline at that point? God knows. Can't remember the first one anymore. Definitely an import. But anyway, on reflection, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can, when you, when you're in like America, you begin to realise why, in a way, like their feelings like the fact that they that global warming isn't such a yeah on, on the forefront of their minds because everyone's driving all the time like it, their whole their whole lifestyle is built around like you get out of your house you get in your car you yeah. want food you drive to like the supermarket but like you don't like you said no one even considers like we got me and Helen would walk through a town 
and people would like look at us like we were insane because they were like were why walking. the fuck are you walking there like they yeah. just assumed you had a car and like yeah like you said but, it's but that's the thing anyone has a car everyone has a car and also a new car because you get credit and you just buy a new car every three years you get a new and car and four by fours yeah or big or jeeps or, be, or, or, or big uh, trucks yeah which makes like, sense because they have plenty of space so yeah. there's, there's no real reason to go for a small car I suppose but it's still fundamentally linked to the culture yeah it's it's like I think it's linked to freedom as well you know like the idea if you, if you lived in the US which car would you go for like, I don't think I would go for a small car just for, for the fun so, like a really fuel efficient car <laughs> with like a one litre well, engine what in the States no so that was my that was the go to conversation that I was having with Joe was like what kind of car would we buy here and for me I would buy like a Lincoln like a big ass all right, all right, Lincoln all right. exactly uh, <laughs> Oh, have you seen the commercial? <laughs> yeah. Driver Lincoln. Dude. Dude. That, fucking that Lincoln. That was my terrible Matthew McConaughey impression. Right, it made me laugh, so it's fine. Yeah, it worked. Uh, <laughs> so has he been like the, uh, like, uh, has he been in all of the commercials? Because I just saw that, just saw one now. Yeah. Anyway, Lincoln's like big ass SUVs, kind of like. Well, I suppose it would be what they, like, America's incentive is. And maybe getting like a four by four is so cheap financially compared to other cars. But I saw and did notice quite a few people had Teslas in, in California, in, in LA. Yeah, 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 that's different. I was pretty impressed. It seemed to be like people only ever had four by fours or big trucks or Teslas or just like really fucked cars, like cars with like wooden windows. Mm. There were a lot of cars that seemed pretty fucked. Really? Okay. And Americans can't drive. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna blanket <clears throat> sweep statement. America but, uh, I has think the they... worst drivers that I've ever seen. Like, mind blowingly, just for example, you're on an LA freeway or whatever, and it's like a seven lane, mm-hmm. and they, me and Helen, were always watching the other drivers because we, when they like turn into your lanes there's no like you know like here it's like indicate oh yeah they never indicate turn. they don't sometimes most people don't even bother indicating yeah. it's just like there's a it's almost like again it's the american philosophy of i i need i'm going to like get there as fast as possible mm. so they just drive like from the left and the right they're just like moving into yeah, lanes exactly yeah, yeah there's yeah. no like there's no reasoning behind like oh the left hand lane's the fastest and the right one's the no, slowest no 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 exactly yeah, no, they would pass you from the right seven lanes just drive into the any gaps it's like freedom though isn't it like just <laughs> you just keep saying freedom over and over again that can't be the explanation for every single thing. freedom mate just get on with it so you know, the, one, the, dream. the one thing I noticed about, yeah, they were driving pretty bad and then the the telly was full of um, ads about lawyering up yeah Yes. on car, after a yes. car crash yeah I, mean, I yeah, noticed that as well I even saw a car crash live happening in front of me oh shit like a big one yeah like a yeah like like five police cars kind of came after no injuries but the, the thing was fucked and it was it was a person driving by a red light and the other one not even noticing and fucking crashed on it yeah I, I didn't see the accident but when <clears throat> we drove to from LA to Las Vegas yeah uh, it was like nighttime, and there was a lorry on fire what? in the opposite direction, <clears throat> which was quite spectacular to drive by. Wow! <laughs> no shit. idea what happened. But, uh, wow! <laughs> and then you drive for another hour, and you get this. Like arriving to Las Vegas like at nighttime was quite 
That's pretty really iconic. As yeah, because well, you yeah. see, like, the, from like, listening yeah. to where you see, like, the light pollution. So, like, oh. you, you can sort of like, oh, something's over there. And then. And it's literally like desert. Neon. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Desert and a city, and there's like nothing. And else. it was stupidly hot. It was like up oh, in the really? 40s. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. I'm really curious about Las Vegas after seeing one casino and finding it dystopian, dystopian as fuck. Yeah, imagine just like a street full. And yeah. you don't. Yeah. And you. You walk on the strip, but then, like, the whole place is pretty much, like, air-conditioned. So, like, even though it was, like, scorching hot, like, only, like, 30 seconds at a time would you actually experience the heat. Yeah. We used to go from, like, one AC building into the next but one. But do, yeah. do you get people walking from one casino to the other, then? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you do actually get some pedestrians yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on they, the strip. They, <laughs> yeah, I, we were there for... Not this... I went another time to America, and we went to Vegas, and we were there for maybe three quarters of a day like we stay there for the night and the morning and i was like that's enough because it's it's very like theme park you know very plastic entertainment you know like everything's ridiculous like mm. the eiffel tower yeah so yeah, you yeah, can yeah go and sit in like a french bit french street that's clearly all fake but it's kind of like quirky and then you can go to like a greek palace and sit like right next door is a Greek palace that you can sit and like Caesars yeah obviously Caesars. and then like some absurd uh, New York skyscape with like a roller coaster it's just but like you said you could only I don't it's very hard to enjoy Vegas unless you pay money mm. if you were like I'm going to try and save money in Vegas you're going to have a, a very pretty sh- pretty poor time and also it's just the like constant noise because it's just it just feels like the whole time you're in Vegas all you're hearing is like (laughs) (laughs) it's just constant yeah there's no escaping that kind of noise of just like coin machines going on and off and it's just and like and then the whole time it's always open like we were like having food at like Mm 3am and you're like oh some some restaurants are going to close eventually no nope just yeah, it's just always just keeps going, and then all sorts of people playing, yeah. smoking as well, smoking in the. Co- I hadn't seen indoor <laughs> smoking since a long time. I always kind of like that. I find it's like it's charming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Espe- I mean, especially with a slot machine yeah. where you see like the fucking you know like a, a stack of cigarettes, and then the old lady fucking like smoking and pressing what, a single button again and again and again. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty skewed. Did, did anybody watch that new Netflix documentary that came out before Christmas? Don't fuck with cats. No, apparently it's good. So like, I heard, yeah, I heard the it, main um, let's call her protagonist lady in it. Like she lives in Vegas and like mm-hmm. oh, getting you get like a slight insight into like what it's like to live. Like it's a very brief moment in the documentary. Like it just looks really depressing to like work there. <laughs> Yeah, but like the sort of suburbs outside of yeah, because you have the strip, and then but that's for tourists. Yeah, and then but there are like lots of people that it just like I was trying to picture like how depressing it must be to just like live there. Sure, mm. because then you probably take zero enjoyment in. No, definitely. Yeah, but no, but there's a whole class that is supporting that system. I suppose yep. all the working people. But that's what I mean. Pay. Again. Vegas represents America in that it 
It's the dream, it, isn't it? It's, Everyone, anyone it, it's can embodies, make. like, that's why it's almost like people can smoke in Vegas because it has this persona that people, like, Americans go there on holiday and spend a lot of money mm. because when, and then, like, the hotels treat them like royalty. And it's, like, for the average American, they can go and go to Vegas and live like a, a billionaire. But that, They spend a lot of money, but... It's their, it's their like week where they can live like a king, basically, mm. and feel like they're a but rock it, star. But it's, or it's exactly things like that that make me go back and say the, you know, the, the ironic thing that I say that it's all about freedom, right? Is that, or or maybe the illusion of freedom is that everyone is treated equally at a casino. That money is just money. Gas is free. You can literally drive anywhere. There's like little things like that, like the fact, for example, that when they pay you, they pay what we would normally, you know, automatically take out of our salary to go to the NHS or whatever. They would give that to you because you're free to do whatever the fuck you want with it. You know, like there's like small ideas like that that make you feel that you're in control. But in fact, you may have way less opportunities, but you think that you have more. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the whole time I was in America, I, I. So, I, so you drove from LA north up to Vancouver. Well, we flew to San Francisco. San Francisco, okay. and we got a van there, and then we drove east to Yosemite. Oh wow! And then south down to LA. Okay. And then loop, and then we went to a little bit east towards Joshua Tree, which is like a desert. Yeah. Right. And then back nice. west. And up Highway One. Oh wow! Okay. And then up Portland. through Oregon, yeah. and up through to Washington, and finished in oh. Seattle. Did you go to Portland? No, we missed that. We missed Portland. We went to Astoria, where they filmed Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> nice. And the Goonies. Oh. Saw the Goonie Rock. You know the fucking. That was a weird do fucking you mean, part. Do you mean on the beach? That yeah, rock? the beach rock. Yeah, but that was, all, and then we went to his house. Oh wow! Uh, the Goonies' house. Wow! But that was fucking weird because apparently this one, the people who live there, there's like a sign that says, like, "No Goonies, please," because apparently people for a long time people were just like sleeping outside <laughs> and like driving up to their house and just sleeping on the porch because people were so into. So into, into the, the Goonies that they just I had. remember hearing a similar story about like Breaking Bad. Um, you still haven't watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, you, but I've you seen Breaking him. Bad. I've seen Parts. enough. Yeah, yeah. I know enough. Do you remember yeah. when he froze a pizza onto his like garage? Yes. Oh yeah, you've told me that. So that house, like, someone lives there. Yeah, people th- and, <laughs> and people, people come and fucking throw a pizza. Onto the- Should take advantage and like <laughs> wow, put, peel it off quickly before uh, get a free pizza. Do you want to give us your full uh, itinerary? Of your Christ, your travels. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna just do a quick summary, because what the one thing I did re- realize was I always, I was happy, I was happy to leave countries if I felt like I got an in, it, a good impression of the personality of the country. Okay, and that's when I was pleased. I didn't, I didn't really care about visiting all the like top spot, hot hot spots or whatever. It was about the people and the vibe and the country. So so we flew to Cambodia first and Cambodia as a country is like 
Cambodia was my number one on reflection country to visit. Great place. Just before you before this, sure. before that, before that, had you ever been anywhere in Asia? No. So the but East you was had, completely new. Yeah. So, but you'd been to Europe. Yes. And to the States. Yes. And Canada, of course. Yes. Okay. So I was very much a Western boy. Western boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I was a bit apprehensive about going to the East, just because it's... Different. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to encounter. Did you have any stress before you left? In like, terms of... Uh, you know, like the... Uh, you know, the... Um, Travelers kind of stress, like the unknown kind of thing. I don't know where I'm going. Not, not really. What to expect, not okay. really. Had you booked anything in terms of uh, accommodations? Yeah, Helen. Helen had like been a trooper and they didn't get like visas or anything for any of these places. They didn't need like Cambodia needed a visa, right? But it's yeah. I think it's all above board because you like ha- Helen was like, "Don't worry, it's a bit random because you have to like hand your passport." And then they walk off with your passport into another office. You like hand them like fifteen dollars and your passport, and then you wait around with loads of like fifteen other Westerners just kind of staring at each other. And then they sort of like wave your passport, and then you collect it. So it's all fine. Happened to me on in Indonesia. I had to kind of bribe my way into the country. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was just legit. They asked it me pretty legit. Where they we asked were. me for money. I kind of refused. <laughs> Someone called in and then they basically said, look, it's easier if you just give us the money. So we just gave the money. It wasn't that much. It was like maybe 50 pounds. And they just put a stamp on it like, here you go. Right, yeah. <laughs> so that... See, I had to get used to that kind of environment because those kind of like Cambodia and Thailand... There so was Cambodia so much Yeah. Well, we stayed in Bangkok for like a day. On your way to Cambodia, yeah. okay. And I'm going to just put it out there. <laughs> Bangkok is the worst place I've ever been to. No. Well, it's it's fun, no? It's awful. <laughs> I can't I can't deal with it. So you People only spend- are like conning, non-stop conning. But that's Asia, though. There's a lot of that's what I mean. conning. That's, I suppose that's the difference. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, stereotyping there. <laughs> the whole continent is coming. No, 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 especially around the airports and around the yeah. touristic places. There's people that want your money, sure. but it's always safe. That's the difference. Well, that's what I mean. That's the difference in Bangkok. Because, for example, Tut Tut drivers, like in in Cambodia, has obviously the same. Like Thailand and Cambodia have the same kind of transportation system. Like. Tut tut drive. Is it tut tut drive? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. three wheels. So, but in Cambodia, obviously, people like you're walking down, and people like constantly like, do you need a lift? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, do you want that? Like, <clears throat> but in Cambodia, you go like, no, mate, we're just walking, and they're like, fair enough, and then they leave you alone. But in Bangkok, it's they'll like follow you mm. and be like, you definitely want to, you definitely want to lift, <laughs> like get, you need the, and then you'd be like five dollars. All right, I go on then three, and you're like. We're just walking. All we want to do, we're not. We don't need it. We're fine. Just, just hover behind you, like watching you, waiting. <laughs> be like, okay, one dollar, wherever you want to go. And it's like we, do, like it's just non-stop. Yeah. And then when you actually get in, <clears throat> in Bangkok, it was like, for example, we wanted to go to this palace in Bangkok, the main palace, 
we're almost there where you like for some stupid fucking reason decide to walk from like the station the train station to it which really fucking hot takes like half an hour mm-hmm. so the, the tuk-tuk driver was right then you definitely want to lift <laughs> so we're almost there only for a fucking dollar two, man. a two you're uh, so cheap not this, not, not this one anyway. but so these two guys were like the palace is closed oh yeah we're like what and they're like it's it's like a special holiday don't waste your time you're gonna go all that way and like the much better thing to do is well I'm gonna take you to this boat and get on this boat <laughs> it will drive you around the like villages there'll be like a firework to commemorate this special day and then we'll drive you back it's perfect like yep. do that so then we're like you did that? no we were naive uh, naive as fuck <laughs> so got in got in and he drove us to like the literally the back alleys of Bangkok shoved us in this room with like two or three other western couples and they're just like oh, can't. I love ta- it. tapping away at this calculator and then just showing it and like the money was like it was acceptable for a tourist but compared to every other price of everything else it was extortionate and then Helen was like no like we're not doing it and then it was just like fucking people surrounding us not like in terms of like forcing it but it was like incredibly like Pushy. intimidating it was yeah. like okay we'll drop it by like a thousand okay fine half price and you're like we just we don't want to get on this boat like people refused to accept that you just didn't want to do yeah. it and yeah. then they were like look at you and then like two or three other tuk-tuk drivers would be talking to the guy who took you and sort of like looking at each other yeah you're because like, what the, the tuk- fuck's going the, on the tuk-tuk driver is getting a commission for bringing yeah, you yeah he there. took you there got a commission yeah. and he obviously like he's got they've all got got their phones and he's obviously like message saying i'm bringing yeah yeah, yeah some yeah. more people no, but that's, like, that sweet. was my experience in all the big cities in asia there's always that element you just ignore it you just i mean the first time you kind of i mean we, a stupidly yeah we we googled it and we literally had every single in one day we had every single bangkok con yeah exactly the palace is closed we after that we were like fine we managed to get back to where we were we were literally like two roads away from the palace and this old man really really nice old man comes along and is like oh i'm I, I teach at an English school. Like, I know about all these people conning people. There's, like, this special symbol on, on the tuk-tuk cabs that you need to keep an eye on because that means they're part of some, really? like, conning organisation. And he's like, yeah, there's one, there's one. Like, this is the price that you need to. And then Helen realised he, like, on his phone, they had, like, screenshots of, like, maps. And she was like, why do you have... When we got onto the tuk-tuk drive driver that he suggested she was like why did he have like a screenshot of a, of a map of exactly where we needed to go you know what i mean that's very like suspicious and what we found out is the guy we got in from the old man was taking us back to the same <laughs> fucking ship that the other guy was taking what? us to so, so he Helen was like old? stop stop the fucking took to told took to drive just fucking stop and the guy was like very reluctantly. So hold on, hold on. The, I think I've missed something. So you meet the old man who seems nice. Yes, the old he man. He gives you a whole lecture. Yeah. And then he puts you in a tuk tuk driver, which also proves to be taking you part to the of same. The con. So the old man is part of it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the old man <laughs> is like, everyone seemed, everyone was like, if 
I'm and I'm, let, let's be honest. I'm a pretty fucking naive person. If you say something's closed, I'm going to believe you. If you say this, you say pay this amount of money because this is just what you have to pay. I just accept it. When I said this is Asia, that is not China though. Beijing is not like that. No, Beijing has like this sort of aggressive tuk-tuk drivers as well. Not, not nothing like the whole town being part of it though. The whole city. No, no, it's like no schemes like that. Yeah. But Right. The tactic drivers will, in certain areas at least, like sort of follow you around for a bit or try to like persuade you. Yeah. Like I remember around work, like people would take like, they were like waiting sure. around like office hours. Yeah. Um, and I lived like five minutes walk away. And like pr- most days someone would like. Yeah, the, yeah. For something. Mm. But I guess like Beijing isn't, it doesn't have the same sort of tourism. No. The global tourism. Yeah. Like, the pressure that Thailand has. Uh, yeah, imagine. true. And do you think yeah. we, WeChat has somehow made things better in that uh, sense? Uh, Weixin? 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 <laughs> um, we made, well, I guess so. Because everything is like controlled. Yeah, I guess like... Regulated. Yeah, I guess it's like very easy for the government to keep track on mm. any sort of dark economy. Mm. Uh, yeah. like, and you're afraid of the state in China as well. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you're afraid of China outside of China. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a, it's interesting to talk about China because so Cambodia is like fucked still from the from the genocide of the Khmer the Khmer Rouge. Like Cambodia is fucked, and you and you're amazed. Like there's no infrastructure. It's very difficult to get around. I think that's why it puts tourists off. Mm-hmm. But it's super cheap. But you went and to really, really like the personality, like the vibe of the place was always cheery and happy. It's more authentic, you say, authentic, authentic, you say. and just genuinely nice people because they like they you. are living yeah. in, you know, quite quite a lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. But it's the strange thing, the thing that I reflect when you started to because we had like tuk tuk drivers for like whole days. You pay for someone for a whole day, and he like. He, we met this one guy and he was amazing and we went to hang out with his family in his like hut and hang out and sort of got a vibe of Cambodia and in Cambodia China's like it's a coming in or is it like they're like are they they're like buying a lot of Cambodia okay for example mm-hmm. they're like they like built they built this like aqueduct straight through this village like displace loads of people just people who've always lived on this river they're just like moving them all they just because they don't they can't they don't afford it these people just live on the river so china just buys the land says like off you go doesn't builds houses but the houses are like too expensive and they build these houses and and people from china just buy the houses so so china's like investing in Cambodia in these aqueducts and stuff but are making the money's come, not staying in Cambodia it's coming straight back out to China mm. build these aqueducts charge farmers and whatever to use the aqueducts money comes back to China that was like the vibe people were like not people were complaining pr- about pretty pretty negative towards China mm. because they were like building because a lot of uh, Cambodia's like people doing aid so like america and germany quite a lot a lot of german investment but they're building like highways and roads but china like builds stuff 
to like it's not like building a highway yeah, for like the whole country it's like they're building a road that links this thing and this thing which you're like oh yeah there's that Chinese factory there and there's like a hotel which only people from China live in stuff like that it's more kind of imperialistic it's yeah they they've got quite an influence like, on Cambodia and they and you can like buy up massive chunks of Cambodia at the moment because it's completely okay so one day in Bangkok hated it yeah then what you you flew to Thai, to um, to to Cambodia yes flew to Phnom Penh Phnom Penh okay there's like three places in Cambodia Phnom Penh Battambang and Angkor Wat Siem Reap Siem Siem Reap yeah yeah which has Angkor the big yeah Tomb Raider, Raider temples, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to try and keep this brief so it's not some sort of endless monologue of... And then after travel. after Cambodia? After Cambodia, went to Thailand for like... Oh, okay. A, a much longer time. Did you go to any of the islands? Yes. Okay. So I went to like Koh Samui okay. and Krabi, which are like on the south part of, Camb- of Thailand. Surely plenty of British people there? Yeah, that was a bit... Yeah, how did that? How did you? What did you think about that? It's just a bit. It's just t- touristy, yeah. you know. Like I, I don't have any other way to saying it, but you were just like a tourist. Yeah. In like some cheap, you know, like get your fucking pizza, pizza and chips, mate. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have yourself a margarita. You're in Thailand, living it up. Like, did you no, go to loads of Irish pubs? No, but yeah, of course they're, they're there. Had plenty of Guinness. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, me and Helen, we wa- we watched the beach film. The, the, nice. Oh, okay. The did it go? To, I, the, no, the that's beach been is completely ruined, right? fucked. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, which actually represents. If you want me to represent Thailand, it's that that like it's just been ravaged by. It's Thailand seems to be just has mutate mutated into a tourist hotspot. Mm. Cambodia has basically just been molded to be, to be what what the tourist wants, mm-hmm. which was the fear of Cambodia because Cambodia could easily become Thailand once people clock that it's quite nice to visit. Yeah. It's quite open to be manipulated if you know what I mean. But anyway, yeah. Thailand was Thailand, you know, tourist haven. Yep. And, and Japan so then straight to Japan. Yeah. You didn't do Vietnam. No, no, no. Okay. But that's you know that that again that seems to be the next people are moving on from Thailand and now focusing on Vietnam as like the place to go. But I think it's very similar. You know, it's kind of like the middle in between like Cambodia and Thailand. Right, Japan. It, but Japan is like completely different. Fantastic. You loved it? Yeah. But again, it's <laughs> Understanding, Give finding us out the personality of Japan, it's like clean, it's like a parallel universe because it's so efficient and everything works, everything's clean, the food's delicious, even like the, the, the corner shop, the 7 Eleven food is delicious. Like nothing is disgusting. You're not, you never eat, even like McDonald's is delicious. Mm. They have their own special, <laughs> they have their own like. Japanese burgers and stuff and they are absolutely top notch like it's so fucking weird and like you order a McDonald's and it comes out 25 seconds later and it's delicious nice. they're like 
as efficient as you can possibly imagine and like the infrastructure's infrastructure's perfect so that that side is amazing like you're like this is what society should be like everywhere like no country has an excuse because you you yeah. see it works minus the sexism I suppose well that's the, that's the rub <laughs> because like when we we were there so when, sorry like, I'm just jabbering on about you two just, just give us the negatives I want you to like yeah, yeah no, I'm getting to the negatives mate I'm, I'm getting to some real negatives so we were there for like three weeks or something and then two weeks in I'm like well this is great but I haven't seen any disabled people <laughs> at all the whole way through Japan there's no one who's blind no one in wheelchairs mm. like you walk around London compared to like the states everyone is on a fucking wheelchair or like um, a mobility scooter mobility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's slightly different it's a mobility scooter yeah well, you know. being obese is a physical dis- like disability I suppose yeah um, so, not supposed definitely is and then there's there's other things that are just flat out wrong in Japan mm-hmm. like they have a they do have some sort of serious paedophile shit going on mm. like they have they have a shop where it's like a WH Smith's where they sell pencils and stuff mm-hmm. and it's all very like Japanesey and it's it's just for girls we go in there because it has some like manga comics and stuff mm-hmm. but it's like pencil cases silly boy bands it's all like pink, everything's pink beyond belief and it's full of girls from like high schools and then in the same shop there's like an aisle right next to it in the same shop and it's like underage manga girls like naked and there's and it's like got three or four 40 plus men of 40 plus in there like looking at yeah because girls, it's okay like when it's a manga six, like 13 year old manga girls and like that's fine hmm. and you're like it's literally like one aisle away that's kind of weird hmm. that does sound pretty weird they're looking at 13 year old girls in manga like what how is there no correlation between Isn't the real life and the like make believe if you know what do I mean? women try and look younger as well why do I have that um, kind of sense like well, they the, have, the, the bubbly they have the disturbing maid bars Yeah, have bars where like they dress up as maids. I've seen like a Vice documentary about that. I think. Yeah. yeah, and it's Ooh. like a thing, and they like they look like quite young girls. Yeah. The, the like, other enticing men, and they like. Luckily, I was with Helen, so they always ignore me. But they're like running up to single men and like begging them to come into these bars to be served by them and have conversation with them and stuff. But we read it's very like above board. No one like very disrespectful in Japan to like touch they would never touch them yeah. but still you're, you're sitting with an, a person dressed up as an underage girl having conversation there's something there mm. that's not being like so addressed now that you say Japan going on a tangent do you know those uh, you know how Facebook kind of gives you targeted ads yeah usually based on whatever you're looking at maybe your pictures whatever so I've been getting so, to, so suggesting manga No, 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 but I'll, I'll, I'll link it to Japan. <laughs> Do you know how usually Asian people, when they drink a lot, they get that red blush in yeah, their Yeah, like it's called the, the Asian flush or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I've been getting ads of patches 
that you put on yourself when drinking to avoid that? That's how 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 do you think that happened? Like I don't know. <laughs> the Facebook thing curation? No, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm you know sometimes when I get tanned, I get the red on my I don't know. Is it red, is it like linking into my pictures? I don't think so because I'm not posting on Facebook. I don't know, hmm. but it's it's interesting. I've been getting a lot of them. I think Facebook thought I was a Muslim for a while. I'm pretty sure because it was like lots of advertisement about like various like Islam like activities, right, like okay. activity centers and really? like events. No, I, I got um, that. I got it must be the algorithm going wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still kind of bizarrely get some Japanese adverts on my Facebook because you've been there. I think so. It must it, just it, in Italy, after being like a month in Italy, I started getting Italian commercials, and it lasted for a couple of months after yeah. I was working there. Same. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so there, yeah, there's, there's something going. Like, there's something. So then they're Helen, perverts, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Helen, so Helen did a little like Some cheeky of them. Google about no, like all of them. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's just make it as generic and uh, racist as possible. <laughs> uh, um, they're conning and they're <laughs> and they're perverts. But, um, all Asia. Yeah, done. <laughs> Japan, done. Um, but Helen did a little like research on the disability side. Oh yeah, because she was like, yeah, I because kind of also it as well. that's a sensitive topic for Helen as well. Yeah, because obviously she's yeah. not very approving of like, you know, hiding. Oh yeah, you know, of not embracing yeah, yeah, yeah. disability. Anyway, so then you kind of read these reports that it's because like in Japan, it's like shameful for the family if you have a disability. It's like because there's there's a, it's fascinating because you pick up lots of stuff when we were in Hiroshima and stuff when people were like horrendously like burnt and stuff and they struggle for the rest of their lives and they can't really work you get this vibe that in Japan work is like life if you can't work and you can't earn money for your family then you're like sh you feel ashamed so if you're not if you're not like an economic asset in in Japan then you're like a burden for the family and therefore like it's a, a massive humiliation for the family. Don't so they it's also the same thing with disabilities. They kind of, it's either the family kind of hides them away, mm -hmm. or they have they have places where they take people with disability and put them in these like old people's homes almost yeah, and just leave yeah. them in there. They don't like let them. It's pretty terrible. Which is a bit. But also, it, I almost I was almost dare I say this is probably a very controversial thing to say. <laughs> But it's almost, I was, I was, and this is going to be a bit fucked, so it's a bit like if Nazi Germany won, you would, and if you visited Nazi Germany, you'd be like, well, the trains run really well, it's quite clean, and like, you know, the shops are all like well stocked, but then you're like, yeah, but I haven't seen any Jewish people around. I'm like, oh, they put them in like this, but I'm not, yeah. not insinuating Japan yeah. is like killing, like doing mass genocide, but it's a bit weird. They they have this kind of strange darker side to their like to the country. Well, the the other really I guess the less um, the other equivalent you could make is with Asian Sparta, where they would actually yes kill babies, kill all birth. the babies. Yeah. Sure, um, but that links to the work culture in Japan. Don't they have like a very weird kind of work culture where they have to work a lot till till they're very old? Yes. And they have they are having they're having a crisis in 
Japan because more old people than they have young people because they work like young people are working so much uh, they're finding it very difficult socially yeah no one's having kids and stuff right yeah like I think it's the first time in a long time where they're actually their population growth is dropping yeah because socially they can't interact with each other because everyone's so linked to their phones and I remember reading that like they found statistically that they sell more diapers for like old people than for babies. Babies, yes. <laughs> Which is, that would be that's, that's not, that's not a sign of a population in growth. Yes, exactly. So then we watched this really depressing, like documentary, and it was just on Japanese TV. So you don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's like they have they they do like dating services where they put like ten blokes and like ten women, and it's almost like they they get they get they do activities together. But it's trying to like expose them to talking to human beings face to face, because everything's like very digital. Ang- mm. Like everyone seems to be suffering from chronic anxiety. People like don't like. I remember I watched like a million YouTube oh, videos about how not to offend people in Japan. It's like don't talk to people, don't bump into them, don't encroach on their space. Very like, it's like you just leave people alone. That's very different to what. I experienced at least in Beijing where people were really open and friendly. Yeah. And you kind of wish you could talk more Chinese because they wanted to tell, talk to you. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, don't get me wrong. Like Japan, Japanese people are incredibly polite and very respectful. It's mm. nothing. They just don't. Everyone's so like inch. Everyone's attached to their phones and everyone's like in their own spaces. It's not. Mm. Yeah, it's difficult to like break, break conversation with people because they, they genuinely don't want to like have conversations in the street. Yeah. Stuff like Versus Cambodia, where people will literally like talk to you for hours and are fascinated by what it's like to live in England and how how you're feeling in Cambodia. And even like I dared talk to people in Cambodia about the commit. Like it's a weird thing they don't talk about the Khmer Rouge, obviously because it happened like fucking. 30 years ago it's not very recent and obviously people have lost massive yeah but still the young young people of Cambodia are like open about it open about talking about it which is quite surprising so you're having like really sensitive conversations that you can do in Cambodia but in Japan you can't even like yeah break into just a hello how you're doing because it's it's too much but anyway Mm. but it's still a phenomenal country and yeah everything and then after and then Japan, America and then Canada that's the one so. thing I loved about America is that people were open friendly kind of wanted as, to at least on like a, yeah everyone like is chatty do you think it's yeah. all, is, is it superficial you think no at first I thought oh maybe they're being good Christians or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no Amazing. I think they're genuine, genuinely friendly yeah and open and they kind of want to ask you about by you no they were nice nice people I always hate that though about religion that's my number one gripe you know how people are like it happens in 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 England as well like when you're a good Christian you're like nice like people are like nice feels like people are nice because of it because yeah because you have because in Christianity you should be nice I don't think it's that also but you're saying you can't be like a good atheist 
No, but you can. But I mean, they're like do, they're almost doing it to be yeah. because like their religion is saying be good to your neighbour. <clears throat> so yeah, it's like, like hell, you can't just be nice. It feels like it's kind of forced. Yeah. Like, there is there's definitely that kind of idea. So Christianity has like stolen core human values and yeah, yeah, branded them as like Christian values. Yeah, sort almost. of. It's like well, morals uh, are linked to religion to Christianity at least. You know, the Ten Commandments and whatever. Um, the other, the other kind of surely the morals, yeah, came way oh, yeah. before. Came before, but then they were written on. You know, that's the way into heaven, right? Um, the other, the other idea that kind of had at the back of my mind was that they want a tip, not not normal normal people, but like people that serve you, like mm-hmm. bring you food, or like check you in, bring you know all of that. There's like a tipping culture that I yeah. wasn't aware of. Oh, you, you weren't aware? No, no, no. I Googled it when I went there, and yeah. then I started tipping everyone. Yeah, yes. <laughs> always, al- always 20%. Always 20%. Yeah, but same. then... <laughs> eight, eight, I went, I, I wish I, I almost, I had it from Canada. I did like 15, 18, 20. So 15 is like base. Yeah. 18 is like adequate, and 20 is like, yeah. you're fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I, I, like, I always went range, 20 to like avoid any... No, 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 yeah. And I course. love how they even calculated for you on the bill, so yeah. you just know exactly what to, to, to do. Yes. Um, but not just in restaurants. I'm talking valets that bring you your yeah. car. You know, like actually handing in cash, like a couple of dollars here and there, or like tipping the the girl in. That you know, I did a lot of uh, drive-through Starbucks. Right. <laughs> so now I would tip the, the 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 girl handing me the coffee like a dollar. But everyone every, everyone has like a tipping jar next to them. Since yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy. But again, it's. In Canada, it, I found out that it's because like they're underpaid. Oh yeah, for that exact reason. But yeah. that's kind of like. But a, this is why I was that's doing. That's kind of a bit twisted because you're like, they're knowingly. It's just oh, that's just the way it is. We underpay them, so you pick up the, you pick up the tab. Must, you pick it must be fantastic to run a business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It must be like, Christ Almighty. Um, yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah. I, I find America a bit disturbing overall. Yeah. In terms of their like mindset of everything. Yeah, also radically different from place to place, I suppose. Even North Florida was completely different than South Florida. Oh, really? And yeah. I can only imagine what other states are like. Yeah, because you went through quite a few, right? I assume. Yeah. Um, so, California and Vegas, and so I guess Nevada, yes. and then Texas. Yep. Texas must have been. I went to an Al- but, but I went to like Austin, which is like probably the odd one out. Mm. Okay. Like this is a, right. it's like the sort of tech. I guess it's like. Is it a hub now? Yeah, Austin. yeah. It's like Google and Facebook have big offices there. I think and okay, that's like where they have the South by Southwest uh, festival every right, year. Of course, so it's like yeah, a very yeah. liberal city, from what I understand. Compared okay, to like, fine. so because I had like lots of things I expected of Texas. Yeah. Um, like of course, gun we're, ranges we're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a gun range, but it clearly wasn't like it wasn't like a gun city. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it was actually quite expensive. It was like a touristic thing to do, I suppose. Yeah, it was more like it was very. It was more professional than I would hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. I, what I, was you like, mean. I was like sort of hoping it would be a bit dodgy. Yeah, but it was like very well. For, it had signed a paper to basically, I guess, give up any sort of liability consequences like if something happens there you're economically screwed yeah um 
<laughs> but it was like very security oriented and like I did shoot like a pink AR-15. Um, did you like fully like was it that it was it fully automatic? Did you? No, it's only, it was uh, semi-automatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's, not, okay. it's not. It's not that fun either. Mm, like, really, it's like yeah. it's not that. You've it's not much in? enjoyment in it. Oh, right, okay. You put me off and I didn't go in the end. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, like, you go and then... It doesn't, like... I think I paid, like, $100 for, like, not that much. Like, I need just target practice. Yeah, I suppose after, after like, yeah. three or four goes, it's like... Yeah, like, okay. Right, what do I do now? Just point at another thing and yeah, it's just shoot like, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but... I don't regret going, but no, no, of course I think not. it would have been more interesting to do that, like in the countryside in Texas. Yeah, exactly. yeah. go yeah. with a bunch yeah, of yeah. guys, put some like beer bottles and like shoot yeah, the that, bottles, that would <laughs> be like that pretty, kind of thing. Yeah, and then like <laughs> have some fireworks or whatever. Yeah, but I totally. When we were in when we were in California, we did feel a bit like anxious all the time, and I, I don't know if it was just our mindsets, but it just felt like. I think Helen was a bit off, bit on on edge anyway because she, because of just the fact that guns are a thing. Yeah, she I was wasn't. like, oh well, if someone comes into a, if you're in London and there's someone who's a bit unhinged, comes into like a shop, you're like kind of like, oh, it's a bit awkward, but yeah, that's it. You like what happens if it happens in a cafe in America? You don't know if someone's just gonna like pull out a gun, and it's, I know that's like a living in fear kind of thing, which isn't what you should do that's definitely a thing like so I was watching while in the hotel TV was always on obviously so there was a lot of news there was always something about either a dead body or like someone like stealing shit from a a liquor store Um, and the perfect thing that happened was so in Miami we were living in a kind of like downtown location fancy hotel kind of thing and then one day the hotel itself was in the news because a rapper called The Baby. Do you know The Baby? No, oh God, no. So, and his, <laughs> and his entourage had like assaulted and robbed a guy just outside the front door. And there was a, a dude from, like, there was like a video filmed from inside our hotel showing The Baby, uh, I think it was his entourage. And they were like robbing the guy and they were like fucking punching him in the middle of the day and you know like two like big ass SUVs black ones it was like very I don't know it felt like being in a movie again right, like okay. oh fuck like I kind of enjoyed it that it, it happened <laughs> in, in our hotel right okay but it's, a, it's like a common a crime I think Miami has pretty high crime rate as well yeah I think so too like Right, historically as well because of drugs. Yeah, and it's been like a, like a smuggling port as well, right? yeah. like close to Cuba. And okay. Yeah, 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 that makes that um, does make sense. But anyway, but it it felt like there was crime around, and the fact that anyone could potentially carry a, a gun with them, like you, you kind of felt it a little bit. Yeah, I think we were we were there for 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 quite a bit of time. And yeah, I prefer a knife to a gun. <laughs> at least you can, you can you can outrun the knife at least. It's a more honest weapon, isn't it? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> if you have to choose, though, you'll rather be held like, or would you? I would much Shit, rather I, be held at knife point than gunpoint. I Shit, think. I don't know. I don't or maybe know, not actually, because a knife can Fuck. more easily be used, I suppose. Yeah, and you might well, survive one. It? Shit, I don't know. You might survive a bullet, or you might survive it, but like a, a stabbing. Yeah. Wound? I don't know. Then the stabbing feels more like visceral, more like. Trauma- traumatic mm, I suppose yeah. is the word I'm trying to say I don't know well there was like I told you guys like the weekend I moved into this flat right downstairs oh, yeah, the- there was a, a lunatic with a that pulled out a machete from like his trousers apparently and when started you chasing you mean the off license downstairs yeah, that one? Oh, yeah oh, so fuck. the lady who works there got stabbed what she was fine apparently that was like two days after I moved in I woke up yeah I remember and it was like it was on TV basically yeah. a a, a crime scene. <laughs> Looks like a fairly safe neighborhood, to be honest, though. Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard anything since, but I was like, <laughs> I was like two days after I moved there, I was like, shit. <laughs> That's the thing, it's just... Damn. It's, it's just like random locations, isn't it? It's just like a, a coincidence that it happened. So so you went to the States, yeah, Japan States, and then off to Canada, yeah, and then back. Yeah, and, and, and Van- just to pick, Vancouver, up, right? pick on Vancouver... Mm-hmm. Vancouver doesn't get away with it either. Really? In terms of weird <laughs> shit. Unacceptable shit. So... Should, Canada, we, say, should, should we say something good about him first? <laughs> or are we going to leave the good stuff to after the bad? Yeah, he hasn't said a single good thing. I, I guess, did. I guess the pinballs. I said, I said that it was... I said, like... He said lots of good it, things about Japan. Japan's yeah, like, Japan. perfect society. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a great society. Yeah. It's yeah. just a bit... There, there is a shadowy side of Japan. Yeah. Okay, but, Vancouver... Or Canada. Amer- America, it is a bit, a lot more negatives than positives. Mm. Actually, you said some good things about people in Cambodia as well. Yeah, Cambodia is like, I don't think it's, I haven't seen any negatives with Cambodia at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but Can- there was Canada one nice old man in Thailand. No, he wasn't a nice man. He was he evil. The old man. He was evil. Oh, the old man was evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, because oh, he, he, he conned them. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the story went on for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the same for the listeners as well. Like, zapped out. Um, <laughs> what listeners? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. No, we're, I'm, it would just be me listening to it in like a month. That's it. Um, you're great. You're a great guy. Uh, <laughs> um, but can, again, Canada's... I've always loved Canada as a country and its people anyway yeah because that was your thing to go go and live there I was a bit fearing when I came back to Vancouver that Mm -hmm. once I finally reached Vancouver because you'd never been to Vancouver before it was just Toronto yeah yeah yeah. and because I was trying to desperately like work in Vancouver right that I was terrified that once I reached it I would Mm. be like this is the best place I've ever been oh and then massive regrets and whatever luckily yeah didn't get it's it's a it is the best it is definitely probably the best city I've ever been to is it better than London yes but it's yeah did you go to Will's place yes was it fancy we talked solidly for like five hours straight nice it was quite nice we just endlessly it was like went in the door slightly like not awkward but like slightly beginning to get up and then once we started talking we were talking for like hour upon hour upon hour about life nice so yeah is he happy yeah he's he's yeah, I doubt he'll ever leave Vancouver that's there's nice. absolutely no reason for him to leave that's beautiful I mean he's living the dream basically I think 
and he's all like so there you go he loves Vancouver yeah although Vancouver is fucked uh, industry wise is that right after NPC closed down um, well, isn't I it like the tax incentives are gone from Vancouver are they is, is that why isn't that why I'm NPC I think I, so I, I asked him about it and he said that it's not that that what happened with NPC uh, was like it was always on the cards with NPC for a long time right like people knew that it was going to happen so it's not like it wasn't such a shock it's not a shock in Vancouver and in terms of work in Vancouver it's still fine like they're not losing but it does definitely seem like it's shifting towards Montreal yeah Montreal seems to be the new hot spot for yeah. work yeah yeah but Vancouver I think is okay it's just okay. not as so what was the negatives in the Vancouver? So yeah, it's a beautiful city. Like, out, definitely everything. Like, like you yeah, know, like seeing it's like being in London and seeing a massive mountain range surrounded by forests. That's like a, the actual thing. And obviously, it's on a uh, in a bay. So again, it's like stunning views and stuff. But again, the drug situation is pretty mental. Really? So when I when we went there, I was living with my, staying with my brother, and he was like, you know, blah blah blah, explore the city. Just there's like a, I can't remember what it was called. It was like east. It was like there's a place down in in downtown, and it's like east something. And if you go, just bear in mind, you probably don't want to go there because it's like mental. Like there's like a heroin epidemic. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah it's okay. like. You do a bit of research, and it's basically like in Vancouver. They've they basically uh, a while ago said that this like three or four blocks. They just said we're not going to police. We'll like arrest people if if it's obvious, but we're not going to like police this balls. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone like with a drug addictions or whatever but lives isn't in this area, and I, they're like. I guess the idea is to like. I don't know. Kind of like. Obviously gravitate them towards that place and then I don't know what the idea is I don't think there really is one so they willingly sort of created a ghetto then like, yeah, a little it bit sounds yeah, like yeah, it, it yeah. seems like intentionally yeah try to like corral them into like one area contain it in like yeah okay and then we we obviously my brother went into it and said it was pretty I think he just was maybe intrigued or something I don't know but we like went to a restaurant and then we kind of breezed past it and it is literally like this side of the road is fine the the other side is like you look down the road and it's like wow. line person after person like homeless people just like it's it has such a dramatic change it's Ooh, like the street yeah. to street yeah wow. and then you're like but the thing is it is spilling out which is even more is it okay a bit disturbing Oh, right, because you, you're like walking past people who are like sick like imagine walking down this road and people are like shooting up heroin yeah like people are having heroin like on the streets and and we w- must have walked past at least five people shooting like injecting I've heroin. seen this um, in Athens actually there's a couple of roads right that are like that and it's kind of like the same vibe sure you, the police are like kind of letting them be and of course, you do have the organization, you know, around it, some organizations that are trying to help. Yes, yes. Right? Like they have in Vancouver, they, I remember watching like a methadone clinics yeah, they, and shit like they that. They try and make them 
inject in like controlled yeah. places so they yeah. don't overdose but obviously well, like clean yeah. syringes yeah. you know like yeah. contact in Oslo as well yeah injection rooms basically where yes yeah. that's exactly at it. least use clean equipment and yeah, yeah. definitely um, but like Helen said it's not it's not like unsafe because everyone like if nothing would happen because everyone's so they look so fragile like oh, no, no one no, can no. give you any sort of shit to you no you're not just, in danger just to any, like to you're anyone just, because they they look like they look pretty but I guess sick. If, if you're a local you just avoid that area yeah I think and the rest of Vancouver is day to fine day. yeah the, the Vancouver's just like a, it is a lovely city would it's you, just a, like would strange, you live there uh, because maybe that was, for a year okay but don't I don't have any like inclination to want to live there mm-hmm. okay no I don't I'm not like fuck me like I need to get to that place it it's like a night it's nice it's cozy it's like a warm blanket city mm. you know you could easily like live there you guys could move there and you would instantly settle like you would be comfortable and yeah. you get on with work and it would be fine and it's very outdoorsy it's like you can see the ski ski runs and whatever or you can see like Will Will goes on like walks all the time and goes kayaking yeah like it's a dream for that and it's very easy to do that kind of stuff and I guess it's a car city you need a car mm, no they, they like transports does he have a car Will he, he uses that um He's got like a membership for like a, like a zip car. Oh, right, okay, thing, okay. Which mm. seems to be like the preferred way of doing it. Just hire a car when you need it and drive around. But yeah. Hmm. Should we have a quick break? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I started um, recording we're again. Back and we're back. <laughs> so, so after talking for another so hour and a half privately. <laughs> Off microphone about work, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bitch about, about work, <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's focus on kind of the cultural highlights of this of last... 2019. Yeah, so Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, which obviously everyone by this point is like, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's happened, mate. Yeah. Like, move on. We're not like finger on the pulse relevant <laughs> I guess but. and everyone is openly hating on Game of Thrones right yeah. I haven't I don't really have, I don't single. have a, I don't have an interesting take on it I didn't like it yeah yeah I, I liked a couple of episodes in last yes. season yeah me too um, I mean it's interesting to see that some of the fallout like for example Kit Harrington and his he's gone to rehab what really because he's depressed oh he got really depressed after Game of Thrones well I can imagine because that. of you know, being in that environment for so long. I think he's just sad that he's not... Like, Game of Thrones is over now. And, mm. and like, he's sad that he's not hanging out with the same actors. Mm. So he's... I think he's having a hard time moving past Game of Thrones. That's kind of, like, an interesting fallout of... Do you think maybe it's also because of the bad kind of aftertaste of Game of Thrones? People did... I don't know, I think... I kind of hate on it. Because, like, for some reason in the the last season I added every person on Instagram from every, Game of Thrones right. which is a bit I don't know why I did that but f- seeing their posts about Game of Thrones when it was finishing seemed like they were in their own kind of bubble 
like they were like oh yeah it was su- such an honour to work with all these people had such a great time the Game, Game of Thrones family will always be together but no one ever like mentioned episodes they just sort of were reflective everyone was like reflective on their times did they DBs got fired from the Star Wars thing they were gonna do yeah because they there was they were in like a three film yeah but I think that was canned I think so too yeah I think they lost they lost that I've, I, I've read that so is lost, Ryan yeah. Johnson's the only thing currently in pre-prod he's all kind of very he also has like a multiple film that was a three film deal right Right, completely original, but I'm I'm wondering whether I got it hibernated as well. Um, so Game of Thrones, I remember one feeling that I had while watching, because it kind of coincided. Endgame came out, and at the same time, the Long Night episode came out, mm-hmm. and I remember how the Long Night had way. I felt that it had much more of a payoff, yeah. emotional payoff. Oh yeah, totally. To yeah. Endgame. Although history now has, you know, because of the way Game of Thrones kind of like ended up, now it's been considered bad, whereas Endgame is considered a masterpiece. Yeah, which I don't agree well, no, with, don't the, really. Yeah, it, was, it, it finished in a controlled way, and it was yeah. fine. I didn't, I not like, didn't take really any risks. the end of it, yeah. Do you think this is the year of not taking risks? Maybe it is. But it is to be fair, when I watched Endgame... Yeah. The whole way, because I, I, I was like, somehow, f- I sort of decided this is what they were going to do in terms of what the film was, go- the plot was going to be about. And I did watch the whole of Endgame and I was like, I have no idea how this is going to pan out with the whole time. But you knew the, what like, the time ending. travel element of it was. But you knew the kinda, ending. Well, you, you obviously assumed that they win and he loses. That was obviously going to be the end plot. But in terms of like the sort of the whole film the film as a whole it, I did sit there the whole way through and I was like I, I'm just enjoying myself I don't know what's going on like yeah. I don't know how it's going to progress yeah. and it was just quite enjoyable it was enjoyable and then, compared to Rise of Skywalker which I was actively being upset with it with the decisions made in it the disturbing thing about Rise of Skywalker and it's something I think a lot a lot of reviewers or like hardcore Star Wars fans seem to all have the same kind of feeling is after they watch this last film they they kind of have decided that the franchises they've like let go of Star Wars as a franchise they're like oh well I probably I might go see it next year but I'll probably not bother like that's what most people are like have got yeah. to the conclusion of the kind of hype is over now with Star Wars but there isn't anything coming next year though yeah but it's kind of like killed people's expectations of Star Wars you know that hype of like Force Awakens I don't think that's going to happen again in terms of no probably not firing up people's <clears throat> like, and when Force Awakens came out that was like a earthquake yes they have should we start talking about Star Wars? I want to let's talk yeah, about sorry, yeah. let's talk about um, Avengers because that's we've all seen that. Yeah, I'm personally given up on Marvel now. I feel because free, of that film. I feel free now. 
that I don't have to watch every <laughs> yeah. Marvel film. You know what I mean? Before no, I was like, yeah. I have to watch everything. You're right. You're like sort of trapped into it. Like once you invested like into enough of those movies, yeah. there's like no way you're not going to watch Endgame. Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch Spider-Man. Did no, you? Me neither, actually. I watched it on a plane. Okay. On a plane. That's a perfect plane film. Yeah. And yeah. again, like you said, you move, like, like you were saying, I mentally was like, once I saw Endgame, I was, I felt like, there's no more need to go see I'm not, I don't have any more impulses because you kind of know the motions of what's going to happen introduce some new characters new films come out and then in two years time you'll do some sort of cross you know you've, you've done it before like this was the first time they've done like such a enormous film end game so it's kind of done yeah, done so like all new Marvel films is just like oh yeah here's Spider-Man some effects, cool, blah, 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 and move on. Yeah. There's no drive or originality to to see anymore. You're seeing the same path over and over again. Yeah, so. true. So that's kind of more over it. Game of Thrones, meh. Kind of forgot about it already. What's the thing is, I think the thing that is a reoccurring thing is it's very... I think Game of Thrones just was like, in a way... It was like this, almost the shining light, in terms of because they were so good, or they, or from my point of view, since even the season before, all the all the series were like bang on, like really enjoyed them, like fantastic. So you were just you almost had this insane belief that it was just going to work out, like oh they they've done so many good ones, it's just going to end well. Yeah, it was, it, it was difficult so to imagine that. Yeah. yeah, it was such a like shock to watch it unravel so swiftly. Mm. It was like an episode, one episode, and then it's like unraveled, and How it was just disbelief. So much. It just seemed like, in some ways, just like really rushed. It felt. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything's been said about Game of Thrones. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. It's hard to. Yeah, it's it's pointless kind of. But I did. Yeah, the. the was it the long watch? Is that the name of the episode? The, the battle long of night? The, battle. the long night. Yeah, yeah. the long night. Yeah, so. yeah, that makes sense. That was good. Yeah, that episode in that was a good, enjoyable episode. Yeah, I've almost always said when when it was happening or when it just finished, I was like, you would just tell someone if they've never watched it, just watch to that and then like don't watch it anymore. Just be like they win, and then don't bother watching the rest. It's but not he, worth but it. he still didn't feel enough like an ending though, unfortunately. And I know some people were, were like, didn't like how quickly the whole yeah. winter is coming. Yeah, com- sure. like a very quick resolve to that as well. Just oh, you can find negatives, yeah. but it was well directed. Yeah, at least you know, it was. and good music. And you, mm. yeah, there's like seven minute long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I there were some track. outrageous shots in that episode as well, which I thought were like incredible. You know, when they're like. The dragons are in the clouds. Yeah, yeah, it was very I was good. Like when uh, Jon Snow is trying to reach to the tree or whatever, and the dragon is behind him, like bursting flame. That was cool. Yeah, all of them. I mean, you've cool. got to remember. I think something that you should never forget is the feeling that you had when you watched it when you were watching that episode. The mm. amount of like adrenaline and excitement. I mean. Yeah, once you see the season as a whole, then it, then you start to get sad and depressed. But that episode <laughs> was like, people yeah. were so hyped. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. and it, and actually I think the pipe paid off when you watched that episode I didn't leave the episode and thought oh I've got I got shortchanged I watched the end of the episode and I was like fuck me that was yeah it was epic yeah it was an epic yeah that was better than a film yeah that's exactly. what it felt like better than Avengers <laughs> like in Avengers yeah <laughs> yeah and okay, then ever, yeah. ever since Avengers I can't really think of anything that important culturally pop culturally until Star Wars which really going into Star Wars I don't know how you feel like you haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it yeah. so that but that speaks by itself yeah. like, like you yeah. said it felt like that's the vibe I'm having it's like yeah, I'm not too fussed either I will watch it eventually yeah and yeah. it's partially because they fucked it with Solo didn't watch Solo either you didn't watch Solo either yeah yeah okay but would you say you are a Star Wars fan no yeah probably has something <laughs> so, to do with yeah, it <laughs> so I suppose there's no impulse I'm not a massive fan either I was very excited Why? with the possibilities of where last year I left it and I was, then I was very disappointed of how, of how every single decision was made to kind of like Undo turn it back turn it back into fan service safe choices and fucking happy ending boring kind of we've seen it before but then then it hit me that there's a parallel within the original trilogy that New Hope and Force Awakens both of them are really good setups brilliant in the way they set up the story okay Empires and Last Jedi are the risk takers the, the, the films that are taking it and taking it into new directions right mm-hmm. introducing questions introducing the grey area it, those are the good interesting films for me and then Return and Rise those are like the boring ones well I my feeling well after I was pretty angry I'm gonna say I'm uh, I got pretty pissed off mm. after I watched the film and I it's kind of cemented my opinion that I have no admiration for J.J. Abrams whatsoever. Like, I have no... Mm. Because I kind of saw another parallel where he obviously did the Star Trek films. True. And when I... And the weird thing is, I'm, I I would say I'm a bit of a Trekkie. Like, oh, I yeah. enjoy the other films. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you see all the other Star Trek films and you see the new Star Trek films, they feel very... They don't feel very linked to each other they don't feel like they're part of the same which do you mean the you know, old ones do you mean the old Star Trek yeah, films yeah yeah like literally all the Star Trek films that have ever existed but Into Darkness is like Wrath of Khan no kind of take, yes, taking again, from it yes yeah. but then you kind of see similarities there he's taking old stuff and like refactoring it so it's like familiar like we're doing a Wrath of Khan parallel universe thing hmm. but my, my point is it's kind of like ultimately it's like very shallow it's just like someone waving a glittery hand in front of you for a while like look at this this isn't this cool and then you feel empty inside afterwards there's no yeah i think i don't know i think Ab- I'm, i have nothing but contempt for jj abrams yeah and are you over star wars now yeah what about time. the mandalorian i have you seen anything no, i've seen, seen half of the first episode me too, exactly. But we're now admitting to piracy, aren't we? No, I watched it at an ILM screening somewhere. <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> thing is, like, Baby Yoda is a cult, a big thing. Yeah, I've seen all the memes. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't make it that far into the episode to see Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's interesting as well because the rage. I think ultimately the rage should be turned towards Kathleen Turner. That's her name. Uh, she uh, basically steered, steered the ship like she's like the Kevin Feige of of Star of, Wars of Lucasfilm and they, she clearly had no <clears throat> fucking idea what they 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 didn't ever have a decision about how they were going to do like this three film story thing is when it started it was supposed to be we're going to hire kind of auto directors going to give them like a free pass to do whatever they want so JJ was supposed to do only one right then Ryan Johnson came in he had his own ideas surprisingly Kathy loved all of the ideas of Last Jedi but then after the back you know so you remember Last Jedi comes out it gets really good reviews but then the fans are hating on it for many different reasons. Sure. So they just heard the fans too much. And they... And then they got scared and, and they yeah, retracted. And they took... And then they, they brought JJ back. And he started... It's basically like if you miss out two, it's trying to... He takes everything from one and starts it, it again. Almost feels like a sequel to Force Awakens rather than yes, that exactly. Jedi, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, such a shame. Anyway, fuck it. Doesn't matter. I'm yeah. over it. Thing is, I think I, I have to just... I think why I was also pissed off is... I'm a bit annoyed at... Or it kind of annoys me about audiences as well. Because I've talked to some people and they're like... Well, it was, it was fine. It was nice, you know. Mm. And I'm like... There was nothing in it. It was like... It, you've just seen some like... Bish bash boo 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 explosion. It's it like cool, it's so fucking shit. It has cool setups, but the narrative it just isn't there. Sounds like a Marvel film then. <laughs> I don't know. Is that it? I guess maybe. Entertainment. It is pure entertainment. You're not. It's oh. just. Yeah. Sit back, stare, and literally don't think about anything. Just. I'll probably like it. <laughs> <laughs> Get you'll, totally out of your mind and watch it, and you'll, you'll have a great time. You'll be entertained, I guess. I don't it might know. be interesting Let for me, me if you don't us. give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> look at that, we'll you just give an up on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be interesting if you don't give a shit Is about watching anything? it and you watch it, you're probably, you're probably going to say it's all right. Is there or anything? at least like... That's what I've said know. about all the other Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were never into them. <laughs> Fuck it. I mean, is there anything good anymore? Did you oh guys watch... God. Did you guys watch um, on the... Ryan Johnson did you watch uh, Knives Out yes I did and that was great that was really cool I like that that was a really nice it, Christmas uh, film no you should check that out he watched fun. 90 films last year and you didn't see that one <laughs> that's true apparently he's doing really really well yeah and um, he's planning maybe for a sequel for that it, it, film like, that's, that, I can see if it has like sort of franchise potential yeah. um, happily uh, see another Who Done It with lots of famous actors yeah it's nothing it was a great thing to watch just before Christmas because I think I I watched an interview with um uh what's his name 
the main guy Daniel Craig Daniel Craig and he was like it harks back to the old Hollywood days where they used to pump out a film every year where they just took all the big actors and <laughs> they just did like a like a they all just got together and did a film <laughs> one location kind yeah of. And, and, and it definitely is a good but he's a good director film. he has ideas and anyway is there anything that you guys are waiting for to come out well I'm very I'm other I, than, I, other I, than I, Dune well now I'm I want no. to see um, I'm very interested in uh, 1917 yes that's out today or maybe yesterday yeah it was yeah, out, it came out on the 10th yeah I've heard it's really good might be yeah. watching it tonight it I'm yeah I've, I've been seeing see it for a while and I'm looking. Jojo Rabbit which is also out yes yeah. and that's supposed to be very yeah heard really interesting good as well like, so I suppose it's going into um, Oscar got, time now yeah. as well got a Nolan film is it the summer? Tenet. 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 Um, I watched the trailer. Maybe looks interesting. Yeah. What's he doing now? I, I, I it's like been a, off. Maybe like a supernatural spy film. With some spy time, thriller. With some time with travel aspects. Maybe. This is the, like the next reverse thing he's done. timing. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. This is this is the la- the next thing he's done since Dunkirk, right? Mm. Yeah. This yes. is the like next official. Yeah, that's Nolan his next film. film yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. But the truth is, TV is where it's at. So what's the new? So Alex TV show then, like just Alex Garland, the guy that did the X Marky Nine Annihilation, has a TV series out this year called Devs for um, for Hulu. That looks, you know, it has it checks all the boxes of like weird, intelligent sci-fi well, okay. kind of series. Yeah, okay. Um, HBO is doing some cool shit, I think. Is there a season three of Westworld this year? There is one, yeah, although they fucked it on two. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they also uh, ended, like, Silicon Valley had its last season yes, as well. Yes, I like that. I really enjoyed that. I like that season. Um, what else? There's an HBO one that I'm looking forward to called The Outsider, which is a based on a Stephen King. It's like kind of like a true detective vibes but more supernatural kind of murder okay. kind of thing that looks cool because um, I suppose you have to look at like different like Netflix and HBO like the people like Prime Amazon Prime they like commission yeah, they're stuff the as well driving force yeah, have you seen drive. The Irishman? it's too long <laughs> I keep I keep saying me and Ellen keep seeing it on Netflix and you just cannot commit it's like, like three hours and a half right? Yeah, it's just so long just can't do it but come on you love you love that shit you're gonna watch yeah, it in like yeah I don't know what's stopping me really it's the commitment side yeah. like think of no no don't you don't have to watch it all in one go it's yeah. fine just look at but you will you, need you some, know you, you will you need a little pesci in your life true, true. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Home Alone 2 over Christmas yes, yes. <laughs> nice I saw one but yeah Same apparently really. apparently um, the scene with Trump has been cut out of the Canadian broadcasted version yes, of Home Alone 2. I didn't read more into it. I wonder if, like... That seems weird. Why, why in Canada? I don't know. That's <laughs> I just read the headline. Um, okay. I, I saw a nice meme. You know how he's basically the third president to be impeached. I saw a meme saying, Donald Trump is the first 
cast member of Home Alone 2 that got impeached. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, we're fuck, talk- man, we we sound like some boring old fucks. Mm. Well, <laughs> we're not playing Fortnite. Fortnite is where it's at. Uh, I, I pl- uh, oh, you are playing. Sorry, no, 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 no Fortnite. I'm playing. I'm playing Rust these days. Oh, that's old school though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're still a boring old man. I, I, I played that. Tetris '99, <laughs> some battle royale Tetris action over Christmas. Yeah. I'm playing God, the, you're so cool. I'm playing the Remedy game. <laughs> Control is getting all the awards. Is it? Best, it? It took a lot of Game of the Year awards, yeah. Is, it, should, is it available on PC? I think it is. It is, yeah, because it's... It's a Mike Lincoln Game Store, I think. It's yeah, like, it is yeah. also ray tracing. If you have a ray trace camera, it's where it's at. It has really cool ray tracing. Do you, are you ray trace uh, uh, I don't capable? A, no, I have a... GTX 1080. Uh, <laughs> what is this? It's like one, Two years ago? No. <laughs> so it's like the top card, but of the previous generation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Note my silence because of uh, lack of computer at Dude, all. Dude, I'm playing on PlayStation. Oh, they announced the new Xbox, didn't they? Something? The Xbox X? X, whatever <laughs> oh, that is. Oh, for God's sake. Who's the person is, doing these titles? I, I used to be excited about a new console. I used to watch them live or whatever. I I think I'm beginning to see a picture of why things don't have as much impact, and it's just the sheer volume of stuff. Uh, Such an old person. Is it? Is it? What about Death Stranding? Have you? No, I want to try it out. It, it's yeah, it's an interesting, appealing game. We both hate on Kojima. Yeah. Apparently, Lars was telling me that it has shitloads of cutscenes in the beginning. Yeah, he was telling me as well. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I kind of want to play it only to watch the crazy cutscenes. And count how many times his name <laughs> pops up on the screen. I was very interested in that game for a long time. Like, I really wanted to play it. I was Because I don't have the same link with the, the creator. I just enjoyed the concept and the... Uh, yeah. It's weird as fuck. Yeah. And then you have Last of Us 2. Was, was that postponed a little bit? Is that delayed? I don't I th- know. I think that was supposed to come out early this year. Okay. Or is it um, not anymore? Let me... I'll, I'll check. Keep talking. That's probably the one game I'll, I'll play. Oh my God, we've been waiting for that for a long time. For a while now. May, uh, 29th of May. May? Alright. Yeah. That feels like... How long has that been in development for? Feels like a very long time. I mean, it's going to be superb. I'll put my phone on silence. You would expect, right? Here's my. I think it's my phone. I mean, I saw the when I saw the example gameplay, I was like blown away, and that was like six months ago, Mm. six eight months ago. I was like blown away by like. Like I was considering like selling my PlayStation because I don't use it anymore, but I'll keep on to it. Selling it? What for? For money? You don't oh. need that shit. <laughs> what are you gonna get of it? Like I only have bucks? I only have one coffee mug. <laughs> you should go into a shop and just trade a PS4 for a mug. Do, do, do they have coffee mugs at CEX? I bet they do. I bet they fucking do. They have everything at CEX. I can get a nice secondhand coffee mug from a PlayStation 4. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like, you, you, you would know how much of it. Like, you're, you're the CEX expert I'm the CX here. Expert. What's, what's the value? What, okay. what, what can I expect for a PlayStation? If I had to guess, is it a pro? What is it? Uh, no, it's not a pro. 
So it's, it's just like a one. normal PS4. I'd say fifty pounds. Far okay. I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not worth cheaper the than, walk. Cheaper than a game. Yeah, a new game. I have. Uh, like yeah, I have very few games for it as well. <laughs> Can you Google when it was released, the PlayStation Four? Is it like a five-year-old console? It's pretty old now, right? Five years old. Five. But they're obviously they they must be like cranking up the next one by now. <laughs> What's it called? PS Five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> two thousand thirteen. Wow, seven years ago. They should mix it up and call it like the PlayStation Belief. When we graduated that. from Bournemouth. Yeah, it was released on November 5th, or in North America, 15th of November. So literally the Christmas after we graduated? Could 2013 that be? is when we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. It's doing pretty well. Still very healthy. Definitely, like, as, as far as, like, when I bought it, definitely made its money back. I've been using it a lot. I've There's plenty of decent games in in its gallery to uh, yeah. I played hold its own. Red Dead Redemption and FIFA. Didn't finish Red Dead Redemption and then bought FIFA on the PC. That's another game. <laughs> it's now collecting dust. I may have played three hours of Red Dead Redemption. Fuck, pathetic. I feel like I've played three hours of computer games this whole year. Doesn't wow, feel why? like anything. Why? Well, <laughs> well, like I say, I'm I'm boring old fart. I don't even like. I was just playing, like, trying to Fallout? just complete Andromeda, Mass Effect oh, Andromeda, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the sake of complete saying that I've completed. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did you find the fucking arcs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what happened. It's been such a long time game. since I played. Because I bought it in the end, remember? It came down to I, five it pounds. Got, it got cheap enough. It got, it got to like, whatever. Was it, was it 15 what was pounds? Limit? It? Yeah, you got anyway, to write down. I bought it. I played some more <laughs> just so we could talk about it and then got bored of it very quickly. Yeah. But I wouldn't... I'm, I'm confused that people like... You know, like people have brandished it like terrible. It I never saw bad. it being terrible. It was just not as satisfying as the other games true it was just lazy a little bit lazy but what about the whole shit with the uh, thank god I didn't buy it uh, the massive online the, the one with the mechs the oh. one with the mechs oh yeah the EA game yeah um, Titanfall no no no, no. Like, it was like a big disaster it was like in E3 maybe Oh, oh yeah, the Bioware. Yeah. Uh, Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. That's completely so, so, just... So I've got, like, EA Origin. Like, I don't think you can get the game anymore. I think they've taken down the servers or something. Like, I think the game is effectively dead. Well, it's struggling because I think they, they suffered... I, I was watching a video on it. People were... Because the how the loot was dropped in the game... <laughs> It wasn't worth killing the last bosses, so people would like play up to the last boss, and then s- disconnect, and then people would like join join the the game because players are free, and they would be like at, at the boss, and it was like a massive problem because people were just not. It wasn't worth their time to like. They were just fucking up the game effectively, so I think it's not having a great time. I think it's a bit empty shallow I do feel a big disconnection with uh, I, I bought the last Call of Duty game 
Oh, did you? Okay, that's pretty. I'm young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you was much more modern than. Uh, and it's just island, called yeah. Modern Warfare, isn't it? Yeah, I played the story mode. Yeah. Um, was actually quite enjoyed. Fairly short. Went online. I'm yet to end the game with a positive kill death ratio, and haven't played it like for weeks of now. Of Maybe have like five hours online. Really Do you say you, you've got a lot of a lack of like you're just kind of digesting it for a bit and then there's no longevity for anything I'm not going to play it again yeah probably so you think that's like a change in your gaming character that you're just not but I, you're like mm, it's, it, if it doesn't hit you with a hook pull you in with a like hook it, or something if you're not good at like first person shooters playing them online is just, frust- it's just frustrating I bet it's agony you're yeah. just like oh you run and you die and then but you, you get worse the, the older you get at First F- FPS games, right? Yeah, but I'm not that fucking old. Like, my reaction times are probably still fine. <laughs> Is it com- compared to, like, an 18-year-old? Probably no, not. like, probably not, but, like... But on the level impression. that you play with, yeah. It's yeah, like, old. I don't think... I like I was never good, like, yeah. at first-person games to begin with. Yeah. So. I remember thinking I was good. I probably wasn't. Back in Counter-Strike. Days. Yeah, I played... Oh, I, so a bunch of my mates play Counter Strike, and they some <clears throat> few times managed to convince me to join them. So they have like a full team. Yeah, and I really hate it. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, I, mate! I had like one adrenaline rush when I was like able to kill two guys. I was like the last man, and the Discord channel went wild. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. that was fun. But then I'd like died. Like, I think I only got those two kills in the whole round. Like, 30 right, rounds, okay. two kills. It was like, and then 30 deaths, I guess. But that yeah, adrenaline grinding <laughs> must have felt nice. <laughs> right? I missed that didn't feel, didn't feel nice yeah. enough to, like, yeah. carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's making me a bit, feel a bit sad. Yeah, me too. Because I'm like, do I ever get any rushes from games? Because I'm kind of almost playing games... Like you were talking about, I go, I revert back to old games that like I'm just replaying or plod like, like for example, when I, when we finally settle down in Cornwall, my first thing I want to do is play uh, No Man's Sky again. That's not an old game though, at least. Yeah. It's quite old. Yeah, but not in the sense that you're not playing Monkey Island or, you know, it's not, it's not nostalgia yet. Yeah. And I'm more intrigued because I did actually find No Man's Sky before all the fixes I actually found it fairly pleasant to play Me quite too. enjoyed when it. it when it came out yeah. so really now like that it has all these like updates and it's supposed to be an actual game it seems to have like I'm a very excited. strong community around it as well yeah mm. it seems like it will be genuinely quite fun I'm interested um, so one <laughs> of the games that I'm definitely going to play which is kind of getting number one on a lot of people's um, lists from 2019 it's a game called Outer Wilds, not not Outer Worlds, which is the uh, yeah, RPG yeah. kind of uh, Fallout yeah, thing. thing yeah. Outer Wilds is a space exploration game that apparently you only get 20 minutes and then the universe resets or explodes. So it's kind of Groundhog Day, but exploring a little solar system, yeah, trying I've, I've to discover that, yeah. maybe the narrative behind it. Okay. Yes. Apparently, yeah, I, I saw a video on that and it's apparently like the 
the end goal is you're supposed to get to this quantum the, yeah that's not a spoiler okay I don't know yeah <laughs> no, I, I, I think basically the point is the last destination that you go to it sounds like rare. a spoiler yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds like a spoiler <laughs> yeah, because, it's not a because spoiler. what I know is that you start the game without knowing anything and you have to discover what the goal yeah, yeah, is yeah I'm not going to give you any spoilers okay. I'm just going to say apparently the last part of the the game is really fucking complicated okay like there's a, an enormous puzzle and if you figure it out you feel like a god okay sounds like a perfect game yeah I'll leave it at that I'm definitely playing I'm finishing control and playing that Control is fucking cool. Like, you reminds you why Remedy used to be such a cool company. Gives you the Max Payne vibes, add, and with the na- with the supernatural narrative of Alan Wake combined. I didn't ever play Alan Wake. Yeah, I loosely played it, like, just to see, but I didn't have any... That's the one where you're running around with a flashlight, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very Stephen King kind mm-hmm. of vibes. Anyway, it sounds to me that we're kind of boring not really looking forward to anything yeah <laughs> right it's just like I should we know. like go to a bridge and end it <laughs> <laughs> like should we um what about the joker going back to films oh yeah the joker did all, did all of us watch the joker yes that's a cultural milestone yeah, that did really well. Oh, it's very the only R-rated film that did more than a billion. So pretty successful. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I, I found really surprising was like the fact that it almost, you, you know, like <clears throat> the amount of turmoil there was between like Ledger doing the Joker, and it almost felt like Phoenix just did it, and it was awesome, or like his interpretation was like new and fresh and there didn't seem to be any sort of like build up like oh he's not like you know when, when Ledger was like revealed people were like losing their minds and saying he was like gonna destroy it and like you can never be as good as Nicholson and then he then people were like really surprised but it felt like when the Joker came out he just kind of knocked it out of the park yeah, I think he's taking like, why are you lining up <laughs> cocaine do you know what's how, going on do you know how on every podcast we do I'm sick yeah, have you have you noticed the pattern? Yeah, is it because of us? Yeah, no, it's because <laughs> I have a shitty body that gets sick. Actually, last time we did the podcast was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite a but, long time. Um, it just takes a long time for the uh, call to like leave me. Um, um, so my take on the Joker, it, it was that it was perfectly executed from everyone, but the director so he had an amazing performance production design looked amazing costume insane music really helped to the vibe but it felt to me that other than a chaotic figure it had nothing to say because it's kind of infusing joker's background with four different kind of reasons of why he is the way he is is it because society treats him bad? Is it because his mother was abusive? Is it because Bruce Wayne, whatever that storyline was? And then at the end, even implies that maybe it was all a fucking dream and it was all in his mind. So he didn't have a coherent thing to say about the character, politically. It's 
Really? It's I'm Todd, surprised. It's Todd Phillips, is that the name? Todd Phillips, we did the hangover. Yeah, uh, which, that. like, that's the only thing I went in knowing. And I was kind of, oh, this, I was just impressed how he see. well, I don't know how much is, like, his credit to that, but I wouldn't expect him to pull off a movie like that knowing mm-hmm. only, like, the hangover. So I was like, what was pretty good. So that was impressive, yeah. Uh, stylistically, it's, like, Perfect. completely different end of the spectrum. Yeah, I think it allowed Joaquin to like really go to weird places. Mm. But then, so the very, very last scene. Yeah. Doesn't that imply that maybe it was all in his head? When he's like telling the story basically of what we just watched to the psychiatrist, which he then kills. But then I, I thought for that, I thought that was just another like for me that just kind of made it like a leaving you know like in in inception the like is he still in the like dream yeah but that that was more meaningful though that one felt like more like a fuck you as in i don't know what i want to say so maybe it's all a fucking dream you know i have no thing that i want to say with this film but then i thought it was like left for the inter the the audience to interpret you either go it's all in his head or you kind of go well it's all real it's kind of left to you because no, no, no. we all know where he goes the Joker goes in terms of his character like what do we was it was it the same character I think the movie is trying to make it not like the same character as in maybe he's the inspiration for the actual Joker that's what I took from it but then it's trying to link it to Bruce Wayne I don't know I felt, I felt, I felt it like there were a bunch of ideas on that script that rather than throwing away half of them, they tried to put everything in. And even though it was executed perfectly, it didn't know what it didn't know what it wanted to say. Which is a shame. I'm 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 a bit hmm. confused because I I watched it and I thought it was well you kind of you what it's it's nice because you do have like sympathy for this for the for the guy and you're watching it's almost like it's like a an example of it's like you could show it in a university about how you can like strip away someone's layers of security like you lose your social services i get it you lose you lose then, this you lose this i get and, it i get it but then why why then take all of that away by showing that actually his mom was abusive and this is why he's fucked up. But that was like the final layer. But it's controversial. It's like it's not controversial. It's like it's opposite to what he was trying to say socially. I get the whole society has fucked him over. Then why also say that his mom, who was delusional because of Bruce Bruce Wayne's dad, also was abusive? And that made him crazy. And then also he has a weird laugh that is a condition. But then also society has fucked him over. Why try so much with so many different ways and not just go, not just do what Taxi Driver did? Basically, the, the, the movie is trying to be a Scorsese film, right? Scorsese was also producing. Yeah. He's trying to be Taxi Driver and King of Comedy together. This is why Robert De Niro is in. This is why it looks the way it looks. But then it kind of like it, it. It just yeah. Todd just, Phillips is just not good. I think at finding the meaning. I'm just yeah. I I'm 
I'm kind of confused because I came out of it like I'm I'm surprised you we could you could want any more from that Joker film really because it because in a way you're like you have to kind of, it's it's trying to make a re, like a real world interpretation of how someone becomes the Joker so they they try to like link it it's almost like a Nolan trying to link it to like real world scientific stuff so when they were like oh he he has this condition that makes him laugh but that's not a real condition either though no but like I was kind of like oh, okay cool like it's it's there's no other way like I didn't know no, how no. you explain <clears throat> how he laughs all the time with I agree that so all fine. those all those ideas were good by themselves sure but it's not like the combination of it yeah. because you need like you the, wanted a single explanation rather than like a layered thing because you think one diminishes the other yeah what I'm saying is that the combination of all of them actually contradicts each other and makes it makes it from being about nothing whereas if you had the whole society being against him and the laugh together that would make more sense than also putting in the whole Bruce Wayne narrative and the mom the Thomas Wayne narrative. Thomas Wayne yeah like why why even link it it's more it I, like, I, came I, out, I came out of the film actually liking the film and it was then the more I started thinking about it that I got disappointed I think I see your point I didn't leave I haven't I haven't given us as, as much thought as you have I think I, I really quite liked it so yeah yeah well I but I agree I under, think I understand what you mean though well I did think about it a lot but I was whereas you're saying that it was like there was too many like elements of like society and his mom and you know everything else that's like turned him into the joker yeah and also, i was more like i was kind of impressed because you were like base i just felt like it was very like a realistic interpretation of watching someone go insane or losing his mind because every time like it was almost like okay well society get he loses his like social a social worker whatever okay yeah. And then, and then you're like, oh, is this what makes him snap? And then you see him try and recover. He tries to, and he's like still a good person. They try to up recover. In the streets. And then he gets beaten up. And then he tries to recover to. from that. And then is, and then like, you're kind of, you're kind of with him. You kind of like sympathize with him, and you're like watching a person get ground down to like nothing. And it's the combination of all the things. Yeah. that we talked about but which you, is the final but you see also how his mom being abusive is fucking with this because well, that's like the final thing that's the final he, all he has left at the end is that he loves his mom and he's a good he's good to his mom because he says that to uh, he has that delusional thing where he's watching the TV yeah, then and he's he, like I look after my mom and he's like you, you're a great kid like I wish I like that's the delusional bit and then he finds out his mom's like abusive but, and that snaps him because that was the only thing left was how he treated his mom well and he finds out that his mom's an absolute piece of shit and that's the like final snapping but the movie is also saying that most of the, what, what happened could have been in his head yeah I, but I don't, I don't take as much weight towards that last scene as you do because I'm not just, just like not just well, the last scene even the whole girlfriend bit he imagined that yeah, I thought that was... But don't you find that also, like, then anything could have been imagined, so... Exactly. But th- that's, that's up to you, though. It's up to you to decide what's, how much is real and how much is unreal. Yeah, I just wish he had the balls 
to take some decisions and say something about society rather than leaving it all in the open and say everything is fucked that's why he's the joker okay because that's what it's saying it's like everything's fucked guys it makes sense but it doesn't because it doesn't say anything and then he's going to the fucking comedy show building to a suicide and he doesn't even do that he kills the guy starts the rioting and then guess what maybe it wasn't his mind anyway <laughs> so on your list of 90 films list. where does the Joker make it I think I gave it a 7 okay <laughs> that's harder than I expected from yeah, like, yeah. From what okay. you're yeah, fairly passionate like, but yeah but you, you see other qualities it. in it yeah, yeah I came out of it thinking it was cool I thought the performance was fucking insane yeah I thought it looked amazing I thought the music really contributed to the fact but I yeah. do I do but have a question a, yeah. I, w- I wonder is there any sort of like like a feeling of backlash because you know the director was the guy who made the Hangover films I, I hmm. like the Hangover films I like the first one when it came out is that could possibly be an also an, an influence in your mind no do you know what was an influence though is going in and the film having just being awarded the uh, the Golden Lion from the Venice Film Festival mm. okay or was it yeah and which is like a very very prestigious independent award thinking you know like Apocalypse Now man, you know like, like that kind of level of right of Apocalypse Now. but anyway and then realizing that it's not so I went in with very high expectations okay which is obviously contributing to that um, the list yeah, yeah let's so go through <laughs> not all 90 of them but the no 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 just like the, 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 the lows and highs yeah so I was making a list of every film I watched on IMDB uh, on in 2019 and hold on 88 films is what I watched um, this is new films and old films like maybe so, focus on the new films or yeah so very high up my list mm-hmm. is Parasite the Korean film that got the uh, um, which people seem to the, rave uh, about the Palme d'Or and Cannes and now it's like big on the Oscars and everything um, then I have The Marriage Story from Netflix also a 9 it's really really good Widows <laughs> so that's like the nines then Avengers Endgame gave it an 8 same with The Irishman also an 8 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood The Favourite oh those are all 8 The King have you seen The King on Netflix I saw that should I w- watch that pretty fucking I? cool <laughs> okay I mean um, it's medieval so I'm gonna yeah yeah it's also it. very English and nice <laughs> um, <laughs> now that you are English Alita Battle Angel Aquaman I gave Aquaman a 7 God uh, Christ. Yeah. yeah, I did actually. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was, it was yeah, not too bad. I was a I Joker. It wasn't too bad for, for what it was. Aladdin, a six. Ooh. Nice. That's Ooh. a decent, right? Yeah. I gave Star Wars a six, by the way. Okay. Ooh, the current war, TCW. What did you give that? A six. Because I actually didn't when it finally came out i didn't mind that film at all it wasn't bad yeah. it wasn't it was a it's what i would classify as something i could show my parents and they would happily sit there and 
True. They wouldn't like just be like, oh, it's full of CG or like. No, no, no. It's an know, interesting they, story. It's yeah. a thing for the parents. Um, the Lion King, five. Do you want to play it? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree on a five on Lion King. It's fucking. Bad. It isn't. <laughs> apart from like good visuals, it has absolutely nothing. Yeah. The songs are worse than the original. Um, yeah. Yeah, emotionally, it doesn't connect. I still haven't seen it. I've never been really into. I didn't see Jungle Book. I'm just not into those Disney, Disney these new Disney remakes. You know, just no, no want. I have the them. the new Michael Bay film on Netflix called Six Underground. I guess is that the, a, is a that a Ryan? Yeah, Reynolds. the Ryan Gosling one. No, Reynolds, right? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. I give that a four. That's <laughs> the thing to comment on. I actually saw Pikachu Detective as well. Ooh, that was on the plane. I didn't. Was that any good? Um. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yes. It's it's called. It's nice to see a like a Pokemon film. You know, uh, live action. Yeah. It, I think it that works really well, and it kind of like shows that it can be done, and it's in a in it's quite good. But again, it's kind of it's something I'm picking up of this year's year. Ryan Reynolds is like fucking everywhere. He is absolutely True. everywhere. So now, but then it's kind of like I'm beginning to see the pattern now and I'm a bit concerned because it's Pikachu Detective is the same as like Deadpool. You know what I mean? Ryan Reynolds. Which film acting. did he was in? At, in the sort of end credit scene that I saw this year? It um, couldn't credit scene. Well, no, not. Uh, oh, it, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw was. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had like a. Comic relief, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was in more than just the end scene, but is that because uh, they're building uh, it up a little bit? I think, yeah, wasn't it? like, but not much. Yeah, is that building up to something? Well, it's definitely splitting. Yeah, from Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it did. It did pretty good. I um, would like to see Reynolds do something a bit more because he's like the wisecracking comedic character in a lot of stuff, and I want. I think he. I would like to see him kind of, because he's he seems like a decent actor. Like he can mm. do stuff. Like I want to see him sink his teeth into something a bit more serious because he's just playing effectively the same. Yeah, he character. is the same character in everything. Well, yeah. So there's a trailer where he plays an NPC on a GTA type game. Have you seen that called Free Man or something? No. Have you not seen, seen it? No. Oh, it's like this big <laughs> ass explosion film where he basically plays in a GTA type of world the NPC living like working at a bank so every day there's a robbery every fucking day there's like shit happens cool but then he becomes self-aware maybe of of what it is that he's living in so he kind of revolts it's like a Truman show yeah but like a, the new version of the Truman show okay okay that sounds it's very gamey mm. Are we gonna watch uh, the Sonic film together? I have no like nostalgia with Sonic. No, no I mean <laughs> it might be yeah. I suppose we could. I mean, I have no. <laughs> Should we watch Cats instead? See that? That's Surely up now. must be something to see, right? I'm intrigued by Cats, but to see we, the probably, we probably missed that. I think yeah. I I watched a uh, Mark Kermode crit. Um, cat and the and oh he, what did he say he was saying it was like thing is 
he was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try and resist just, like, jumping on the bandwagon of, like, annihilating it because <laughs> it's just apparently so easy to, you know, pick it apart. Which yeah. seems, I don't know, I've read a, an a article. bit sad. I've read an article know. of a guy getting um, eating mushrooms and uh, watching cats, and it was, <laughs> it was an interview <laughs> with the guy that did it. And I think he left halfway through because of how terrified he was. <laughs> well, I can, fair enough. I can completely understand that. But yeah, you almost want to like watch it and love it. It would be quite fun to passionately enjoy watching the cats film. True. It'd be quite fun to like argue with people about it. I'm assuming it's terrible. It's probably pretty bad. Yeah, the I'm song's prob- probably all right. Much rather go watch the musical, which I haven't. Yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions other than the normal ones? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Clearly, we yeah. don't fulfil them. <laughs> oh yeah, even when we do them, well, what's the point? Yeah, I think. Do you I, remember I, yours? Yeah, I think I think I vaguely remember. I didn't reach any of them. Didn't. What do. about your weight? No. There was a weight no. thing to lift. Didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, I didn't do either as well, I suppose. Nah, nothing. Fuck. Fucking survive. Wasn't That's mine more quality or some shit? Yeah, 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 you, you had, like, yeah, yeah, you had some like goals. Yeah, yeah. Was it, maybe it was to watch more films than TV? Or? Probably didn't. Oh, no, no, I remember one of yours. <laughs> yours were like really... What was it? like self-fulfilling it was like oh don't spend as much time on netflix <laughs> and go out and like better myself yeah which that I was didn't. your thing and now you've just said you watched <laughs> 90 films yeah, in yeah. the past year <laughs> that, that's and you also sounds like watching tv series yeah i'm watching oh, yeah, like so what apart from game of thrones what, what like tv shows are you currently watching that are like ongoing series Oh, you mean ongoing as in new ones? Well, not necessarily new ones, but like series you're still watching. Like, oh. I don't have that many. What about the ones that you're waiting for another season? Does that count? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Westworld. I'm going to watch the new one. I will too. Uh, Better Call Saul. Um, okay. Um, I started watching... Yes. So, I finished watching Watchmen. I, have still, I haven't seen that. Which was good. And then I started watching his previous series called The Leftovers. Have you heard of that? No. No. It's classic Lindelof kind of post-lost. Uh, premises, 2% of the population one day vanishes. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I heard, you heard, I heard about this one, yeah. Right, okay. I still watch The Walking Dead. Right. God, you're <laughs> such a loyal fan. Good for you, man. I know, that is impressive. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> you just committed now. It's like lost. You it's just it's, have to it's like on like a mid-season break now. It's just one episode. Fuck it. Um, Ray Donovan. Right. It's okay. a really good one that I'm watching. It's currently going. Mm. That's good. Rick and Morty new season. They just did a break. That's good. Well, not as good as before, but I'm watching that. I watched Bosch on Amazon. Like it's been going for like I benched all of it. I've heard some really good things. That's a really good show. Okay, I'll recommend that. That's probably one of the better ones on Amazon. I watched Jack Ryan season two. Season two dropped significantly in quality. Right. Yeah, he did. Like the first season had like the same vibe as the first. Or was like peak twenty four in a way. Like it's a good action series, but like not too much action. Like 
without the crazy Jack Bauer. Yeah, it's not like the super power, yeah. superhero elements to it yeah. that Jack yeah, Bauer yeah, yeah. had. <laughs> but and you're right. But season two is just like oh, this is too much. I don't. Yeah. I don't buy it anymore. But I watched it. It gave me what I needed. Yeah, it has to. You know, like then, uh, global antag- the antagonist in like season two was like the guy from Game of Thrones, wasn't it? The um, the guy with all the faces who like teaches. Wasn't that the same guy? True. Yes. Fuck. I am. Because I, like, I was like looking at like that face is like really familiar. familiar. Yeah. Can't remember his name in Game of Thrones. God no, knows. Uh, you yeah. know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. 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 And then he had like a weird small role by the guy who plays the mummy. I don't <laughs> Do you remember. No. Brendan Fraser's yeah, mummy. Yeah. He shows up. It's the guy, the <laughs> South African dude that he finds him in the. Uh, that little jungle oh, yeah, base. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I'd seen him somewhere. <laughs> what's what's the ha- what's in the what's he say? What's his like love in mummy? Kum Salamun. <laughs> oh there it is. <laughs> Fuck knows what he says. Oh man, do you remember the mummy? The mummy was a fun film. Actually, okay, there was something when we, we went I went we went to Universal Studios in Orlando. Uh, in LA. In LA, right. The the original place because I went there as a kid but it's more the amusing thing was like they still have a mummy ride and I'm quite surprised by that because can't be that didn't Tom Cruise do a mummy film not that long ago that didn't do well hold on oh yes is that is Morbius part of that world because you know how they had Dracula they made a new Dracula Yes, and that Dracula was linked to the mummy, and they're doing this monster universe. I'm wondering, is Morbius part of that? Morbius thing? is a Marvel character. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Then no. Yeah, no. But it's Sony. Yeah, it's this Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's like more th- like Venom and yeah, with Venom. Uh, I don't know. The other thing is Universal, I think. Yeah. But they, they were trying to make. They made a Frankenstein. They were trying to link those monster films into one. It's all about building Bullshit. franchises, isn't it? Oh, you know what I watched on the plane? I watched the new Godzilla and I. Godzilla! Godzilla! I kind of enjoyed it. And they're building, you know, they're building it to be King Kong versus Godzilla and the next one. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, plot along. <laughs> you know. is, is one of the Avatar films coming out this year or is that next year? Mm, maybe end of 2020. Who, does, who, who does the bloody Godzilla films? VFX was who's the main but NPC NPC did itself the chunk of it okay Um, man yeah but yeah it was amusing and in in, in universities they had a uh, water show and it was based off Waterworld and I was like pretty pissed off (laughs) because I was like I bet no one here appreciates Waterworld like I sat there and was like fixed it it was awful I was awful <clears throat> it's just like a really cheesy Hollywood stunt show it's like horrendous but I was like because there's anyone that know what the fuck's going on about smokers, smokers. and <laughs> you know and like Kevin Cosner lookalike pretending to be this uh, mutant it was it made me a bit sad because I was like I, I want another Waterworld when's the next Waterworld coming out um well, Not specifically Waterworld, I mean like... Well, I, I, Mortal I, Engines, yeah. which is at the bottom of my list, I gave it a one, <laughs> was trying to be Waterworld. Really? Um, yeah, like... Post- was it that bad? It's pretty bad. Um, oh, so when okay. I was I was researching 
when going to Florida, I was researching like, should I go to any theme parks? And if so, which ones? Because I don't want to spend much time. So I started like YouTubing shit, and there's this whole kind of there's a whole kind of subculture with rides, and there's a GoPro front seat video yes, of every that. fucking ride there is. Yeah. So while looking at the Universal one, I watched the Fast and the Furious ride. Have you seen that shit? You mean the one on... The one at Universal Studios Orlando. I don't know if it's the same, because I and went... And you get into a bus, basically, that is driving next to the various people of the cast. So you kind of... It's all screens, but it kind of like... You're like driving yeah. with them, but in a bus, yeah. looking out your window. I am... Um, that, that was that. The LA one. Did you do that? I did that. Oh, and I ro- I rode with Vin <laughs> Diesel. Is that the one? Is that the one Rob worked in? Must be. Because didn't he? He was working on a Fast and the Furious ride. Did he? I think so. At some point, that NPC or frame or whatever. All oh, right. Must have been that one. Probably. Tell us about this. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like uh, what you're talking about is there's uh, the reason why I wanted to go <clears throat> to. Universal Studios LA is they have the like tram ride it's like the studio tour as they call it it's like an hour long ride where you go past certain things and you see like Jaws but it's like oh we'll just we'll just park up in this garage and then you go into this garage and then it's like got the Humvee from Hobbs and Shaw and you're in his garage and you're like here we go but at the moment I think they've they're trying to like move on to the next technology so they like you said they've got these mm-hmm. massive you have to put your 3D glasses on and then you go in these uh, massive projection rooms and then they put you on like a hydraulic yeah ramp and it kind of feels like you're sort of moving around quite a lot but it's I couldn't stop laughing because it, they've literally told them it's like every component of Fast and Furious you like go into this garage and there's loads of like na- basically naked women dancing with projected though like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's all right it's it's fairly <clears throat> it's good enough for for what you're doing <laughs> but he but it's like yeah tyrone uh, yeah, yeah okay like, so i watched the same thing yeah so you did that yeah i did that <laughs> but it's yeah it's hilarious but then the awful bit is at the end they did it for every ride where they kind of talk to you and they're like, hey, thanks for helping us out, guys. <laughs> you can be part of the... You're part of the crew anytime and don't part forget... Part of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget you're our family now. And <laughs> But I just love watching it because I was just staring at Vin Diesel because he clearly, like, doesn't give a flying fuck. It's really awkward and a bit embarrassing. But, um, yeah, it's, it's absurd. It's an absurd ride. But pretty funny for what it was I mean Vin Diesel in the actual ride he like jumps off his car yep. grabs onto a helicopter yeah. and then kind of spins it blows it up <laughs> yeah. and then lands back yeah, in yeah, his yeah, car yeah. it's quite it's, it's amazing you can watch YouTube videos of all of these you don't have to leave your, yeah. the comfort of your home mate don't bother going to it just but I've seen that I've seen the roller coaster front row rides yeah I don't know why I did, but yeah. So I ended up, rather than, I skipped all the theme parks, I went to the Kennedy Space Center, 
did that and then I went to Tampa and did like a more traditional kind of roller coaster theme park called Bush Bush, Bush Gardens. Gardens. Yeah. Well, you heard of Bush Gardens? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Oh, it's pretty big. It was. Yeah, it's pretty. It was like fucking packed. Yeah. Huge queues. Really fucking awesome ride, like roller coaster rides. You must have an obscene amount of roller coasters, right? Oh, it must like have had like endless. twenty rides. Or something. Right. Okay. I think I did five. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you like anyway. roller coasters? I found it very, very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, so. it was. If I, would, I think I, we were texting at the same time. But oh, it was yeah, so packed. It has a fairly high, a fairly pricey admission, right? It was like maybe $150 per person. And you get in there and it's so fucking packed. And you kind of have, you, there's no way you're not going to do a half an hour to 40 minutes of a queue yeah. to do a three minute ride. Yeah, I went to Disneyland, the same experience there. It's like, why? I got a f- mm-hmm. free ticket from Steen, luckily, so I didn't pay to go in. Yeah, but you still, like... We still have to queue up. And that then, was then I even yeah. did the thing where you can, like, pay to, like, skip the line. Yeah, well, that's also Which I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the only way to get around it in theme yeah. parks. It just gets a bit... And then you waste your entire day, you get shitty food there, because it's pretty terrible. The rides are pretty fucking great, but, like, you know... Oh, I forgot to tell you that I thought I was going to die <laughs> on the uh, Jurassic World ride. Oh, how was that? Oh, the yeah, Jurassic World ride is a log flume. It's a big log flume. <laughs> like, the biggest log flume I've seen. So in like a water slide? Yeah. So then it has the same bullshit, you know, you, you get in this boat and it shows you around the park and it's all like, woo, look at that. And it's all showing like the, the, the park's deteriorating. And then it gets to like the panic bit and it's like, oh my God, the T-Rex has escaped. And then, (laughs) well, like, like it basically like go around the park and then you go up the flume and then you go down. That's the ride. But we got just before it goes up and like, it just goes like, and all the power goes down (laughs) and like all the animatronic dinosaurs just like fall, fall, they they, like (laughs) die. So everything's like, and it's all fully extended. It's like everything's like it's like a maintenance mode kind of thing. So all the all the things are out of the hiding spaces and stuff that jump out at you. And it's like completely silent and all you're hearing is like water. And we're like and then the, the boat behind us because you're supposed to, it's like a boat that yeah. drifts and another boat that drifts. So it stops and we're not going up. So the uh-huh. other boat's like it's behind cr- us now. So crashed onto you. So it's like stuck behind us and I'm like how the fuck's this going to work? And then it starts again, but the only thing that starts is the, like, thing that pulls you up. What? So it starts pulling us up and then breaks halfway up. <laughs> and then the other one's behind us now. So and, now we're like... Well, and I'm people just... were freaking out? Yeah, one kid was, like, was like screaming he was going to die. And were you, like, buckled up? Could yeah, you get you away? Get out, no. oh. <laughs> and then we were like, well, if it goes down, we're going to, like, smash into this other one. But then it suddenly creaks you up and it gets you to the top. And, like, there's a bit of the top where some more animatronic and none of them are working. And then there's just this person in the, like, booth who's, like, waving. And everyone's, like, fucking terrified. And then you go down the flume, but everything's off. But you're, like, on a log flume. And you're, like, does yeah. it need to have water flowing or something? I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then we got to the end and we were okay. And they handed us out free tickets, so it was fine. <laughs> But wow. yeah, it was pretty fucked. 
pretty funny though ironic as well because it's Jurassic World where the park fucks up <laughs> and it actually did like fuck a meta. up yeah. <laughs> I was like this must be part of it right <laughs> this is pretty good it's quite it's convincing design, yeah. I'm pretty convinced now <laughs> wow um, but no yeah I'm kind of into theme parks I, I like them too. I like, I like roller coasters. I feel like a child when I'm in them. I'm quite. In, in that. I like them, but if there was a way, just avoid the queues next time. Throw some money or go to like a better time. You know, not Christmas. I mean, that's that's a, like like you're saying, the amount of money you have to spend, <clears throat> like we spent on University Studios, is a lot of money. Mm. So like, compared to like say Alton Towers in England, where you get like. Have you been there? Alton Towers? Dozens of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone in England's probably been to Alton Towers at least five times. I like haven't it's been. You've been? I haven't been. Oh, okay, me neither. It's okay, you two are you, well, foreign. He's English. Yeah, he's now yeah. English, so you've come got no excuse. <laughs> foreign! I like how that's such an insult as well. Like, come on, I'm, I'm one of you, yay! That's a compliment, mate. Um, hmm. Anyway. I think, I think this is it, right? 2020. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in the next podcast I, 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 in 2021. I hope whoever's listening to this is more excited about 2020 <laughs> <laughs> than we sound, at least. Yeah, it's just, this might be like our bloody suicide Yeah, podcast. I guess there might be another episode next year. Phil, when are we going to see you again? Well, I'll be around. Like, yeah. this, these podcasts are going to carry on. Still going to visit. The same, same frequency? <laughs> yeah, probably same frequency. I mean, we, I definitely want to come visit actually spent some time in Cornwall yeah yeah no I got a spare bedroom and more than one more than one group of people can stay at the same time so I'm gonna go stay at that Premier Inn mate you, you're sold you, you love it <laughs> yeah it's always, it always contains a piece of your heart for the rest of the time Coops's place I, stand, I spent one night on Coops, in Coops's place oh yeah you right. did did you yeah <laughs> drugs <laughs> Can you even, yeah, he can't condone it yes or no <laughs> alright well yeah, this is it this is it until next time until next time